to get it goddamn. Hey, bruh. Woof. What it do? It feel good. It feel good to be back on the mic, bro. I feel really good to be back on the mic. I ain't gonna hold you. That's so a, different. That's a fact. That's a fact, bro. It's been a little. It's been a little minute for me as well. Been trying to enjoy myself uh, on this little bullshit vacation. I call it, you know. <laughs> hey man, you at least seeing the homies out there, bro. Niggas ain't seeing nobody up here. Oh no, that's a, that's a fact. Yeah. It's the blessing, bro. I mean, shit. The, this is like the second time I done left the crib since we graduated. So, and how long was the drive? Oh no, that's I, I flew. Since we graduated, bro. Yeah, bro. I been at the crib on lock, bro. What? Hey man, I've been trying to get my life together. I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't mad, but who I couldn't do it. Hey, cuz that's why I'm getting the fuck up out the crib now. Like, I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't do it no more. But yeah, bro, being at the and this is the second time I left, and both times I went to go see this nigga Jays. Hey man, that's the homie, bro. No lie, like your mom, bro, will stay with you for life. Oh, that's a fact. Hey, bro, we talk about this all the time. Like, if I ain't take nothing from that experience, like just the the brothers I gained through the process. You learn two. Th- you learn two things. You know how to identify kin folk, and you know how to finesse somebody. You know how to finesse some type of system. Oh, that's a fact. You already know we got our degree in finesse. <laughs> I ain't shit. <laughs> I, got my, I got my degree in finesse for sure. Yeah, bro. Let's let's go ahead and introduce ourselves. Of course, you unfounded. This your shell wholesale. You the reason why we even got this shit on on the shit anyway. For real, for real. Hey, man. We trying to we trying to get it. Whatever. You know what I mean. So, hey, just to introduce you now, if y'all don't know. The God MC, Young Millet, whatever you gonna call me, you dig? Here, <laughs> here with the good guy, you dig? Uh, it's boy Loki. Uh, people call. Hey, I ain't gonna lie. I did come up with that nickname for myself because every time niggas saw me, as it came from every time when niggas see me at school, niggas be like, "Bro, I see Nick. I see Perk. Where the fuck you be at? You, bro, you be low as fuck. You be like, right, right. So, I mean, that it, it fit, bro. <laughs> I mean, shit, bro. I gave myself the God MC name, bro. It's just my the initials at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> the God MC, that's funny, bro. Hey, bro. I, it sounds good. But now, this your boy, Loki Henry on the mic, uh, host of the Immature Icons, scholar, teacher, whatever the fuck you want to call that shit. I just try and learn, make sure I get better every day. Uh, y'all already know what the fuck I'm about. I'm here to talk some real shit. We're going to get into some real deep shit. I ain't going to hold you today, bro. Hey, I'm with it. I'm here for it, you dig. You know what I mean? I got bro, like the so to talk about where this conversation came from, we were just texting one day and I'm like, bro, it's really some music out here that like the fifth of times is going on right now. Of course, like this might be a little dated, but we talking about like us our people like being motivated to change what the status quo is. And that's like basically black people's existence in America has always been the status quo. And I was just listening to music. Me and my homies just throwing back old school shits. Me and my 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 boys, the icons, and mm-hmm. icons. We just throwing back music shit, and I'm like, damn, it's a lot of music that inspire like that inspire us, especially like hip hop. Right. So this nigga Malat, he like, yeah, bro. Like three, four days later, we both making fucking uh <laughs> fucking uh playlists to this shit. Oh yeah. So, I mean, it's just so we decided to have a conversation about it. Nah, real talk. I mean, definitely when the conversation got, even even when the times got brought up, it was just like, yo, something has to be done. We have to look towards the arts because, granted, rap has been reflective of the times the entire time. Hip-hop has always been reflective of what's going on. That's a fact. And, I mean, it's always relevant at the end of the day. That's exact. like, even through my research, that's what I'm learning, like, 
it's all relative and it's all still relevant. You can go all the way back to the 70s, bro. Bro, yes. And and that's what I did in the playlist. I was like, yo, even if you want to look to the to the people that truly was uh inspired hip hop or whatever, you got James Brown, Gil Scott Heron, like these people made Sam Cook. Sam Co- Yeah, that's a fact. All of these people made change <laughs> music, bro. Like music to inspire a generation of I'm gonna make I'm not even gonna say exclusively black people, but a generation of black people that made that type of music. Yeah, that that felt that felt that way and that needed that voice to be heard. Because like Marvin Gaye shit, like why was directed at black people because he was a black man, that shit relates to everybody. Yeah, it, yeah, indeed. Like that whole what's going on album like mm-hmm. relates to you if you did not if you don't agree with with like mindless violence or if you don't agree with like action without cause. Like it really makes you sit back and say, like, man, what the hell are we doing? Like, what the fuck is going on around us? Like, what are we letting the people who we who we honestly and sometimes we don't have control over? That's that's the shit that people don't want to talk about. How we really don't be having control over some of this shit. Yeah. But people who we quote unquote allow to have power in our country, the decisions that they make and how that impacts us as the people that they're supposed to be serving. So it's like. I don't know. It's it's a weird like to me. It's like a weird. It's like a weird history because like you talk about the soul singers back in the day. Like mm-hmm. they were very very expressive. Like James Brown was blatantly I'm black and I'm proud. Oh, that's a fact. Like Marvin Gaye was blatantly saying, "What's happening, brother? Like we what, we gonna like protest picket signs? We gonna do all that? Don't punish me with brutality. Don't hurt me." Mm-hmm. It's like, it like the more we transgress in time, like. It's getting lost in the sauce. Oh, indeed. Yeah. I mean, we see that just because the movement itself, uh, well, not even the movement, the the art form itself, it went commercial. So the the artists that we would normally look towards to make this type of music, to make this type of, to have this type of thought process, they're not gone, but they're, they're co-opted at the end of the day. They only talk about it in spurts without... Yeah. Or they'll end up like like somebody like Lupe. Bro, and we talking about artists today. Oh yeah. That's on that's... my mind all day was Lupe. Like I ain't gonna lie, like I'm not even thinking about it. He had a whole mixtape called Fahrenheit. Mm-hmm. He had a whole mixtape called Enemy of the State. Yep. American Terrorist. Like since they even Kick Push Two was about how the system makes pe- makes people makes the like low like the lower caste of society get looked down upon because of the way the system is made. Indeed, bruh. So like, Lupe, Lupe has one of the Lupe is one of the most outspoken, like lyricists we have. Bro, he's so think about it like this, bro. The same niggas that hacked Donald Trump exactly niggas that got this nigga out his contract. Yep, and got the album to be released. Like, think about that, bro. Like, that's crazy, Ex- bro. And and that shows you just how important like his music is, because, I mean, I've, if I'm gonna keep it a buck, I've only physically bought like two albums in my life, like two CDs in my life, and I really? bought them the same day. It was Food and Liquor Two, that all black CD, where it's like no credits in that. It's just a black CD. Bought that, and I bought Cruel Summer. Like I bought those the same. That's only two CDs I've ever purchased. 
What? Yes, I'm talking what? about like physically, like on like like from a store. Granted, what? granted, I'm talking about you know you get mixtapes and shit, but I'm talking about bro. I grew up in an area where like the flea market is real, so I might get an album like that. But I'm talking about going to the store and physically buying it. Those are the only two oh, albums I've ever oh, physically oh, bought. That's what I'm saying. Okay, okay. But I mean, like, bro, that Lupe album, like that was one of the first albums. I'm just like, oh shit, we we taking it here on all every songs, Lamborghini Angels. It's like every verse we taking it there. Even on murals. Oh, fact. for nine minutes straight, bro, about how fucked up society is. Mm-hmm. And about how, like, I don't, it, I don't even want to start. I didn't even want to start, start with, Lupe, with Lupe, but but I was just I using him as an example. Like, yeah. I had, like, we had to give him his flower. Like, he, I, I guess for our age range, for our generation, when you was 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, yep. he was the one. No, that's a and fact. He was pushing that shit. Because even with, Bro, you had Food and Liquor 1, you had... Uh, the Cool. Damn, the Cool. Like, you had everything. Like, The Cool was my shit, too. That's a the fact. Cool was like my album. And that shit, I never thought about it until, like, I maybe got to high school. Because The Cool came out when, like, 07? 07? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was when we was in middle school. I'm, like, a junior in high school, senior high school, listening back to so I'm, like... Yeah, I'm like, oh shit, this nigga really talking about how like vanity and shit is the downfall of men, and about how like all this shit that we wish that we could have. Like you listen to the shit and you like you fucking with it and you like, oh this shit hard. Like I I, I performed one of his, his verse or his uh, chorus mm-hmm. for the cool. I performed it in my middle school class. Where we had to pick a poem and I picked that shit. Nah, that's re- <laughs> that's that's super real. So like, nah. I'm glad, I'm, I didn't want to start with Lupe, but Lupe for me. I know for me, Lupe is one of my aliens. He's, oh, he's indeed. Alien. That's a whole nother conversation for another day. We already <laughs> the, the alien conversation is a whole nother conversation. But I'm for done. sure, he's he's up there for sure for me. But he like a different nigga because of the like just the shit that he get into, the way he can do it, and like I don't say effortless because it's not effortless. Mm-hmm. It's like I know I can do it. Can't nobody else do it better than me? And it's right. like that's like is like. Only a, it's a few niggas that got it, but it's only a, like all the aliens got that shit. Because the other person who I wanted to bring up, as far as hip hop, mm-hmm. like that, is Black Thought. Oh, for like, sure. Yeah, for sure. Like Black Thought never really, at least to my knowledge, in my lifetime, not in my lifetime, like to my like understanding, dropped solo tapes until like the last like five years. Yeah. Over them shits was the most socially conscious shit that I think I ever heard. Right, that strange of thought joint. That's yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's a fact. Like, and he always been an alien. They, he always got in the deep shit with the roots. Like, that's no cap. Damn right. But to hear him just rap, rap on hard beats was different for me. No, nah, that's real. And then that that's tape with that's a tape with Primo, right? Yeah. Damn right. No, I agree, bro. I agree. It's a, it's a few people on my alien list that's like, it's, they ended yeah, up it's it's it, indeed, indeed. It's it's granted one of my wild cards is one because he talk about he do talk about like the true revolution, but it's from a whole different angle, and I fuck with this nigga for that. But I ain't gonna bring him up right now. No, nope, not right now. I ain't gonna bring him up right now. All right, so I'm a I'm a so it's crazy going back to Chicago. Another one, my he's a he's a he's an underrated alien, but he also got deep into his shit. 
That nigga common. I would say common is of a different. This is why. Oh, you, this is why you my nigga, bro. Common is on my alien list as well. And common is, granted, I just I wrote a second list just to names because I got like quotes and shit. But common is like the top of the second list for sure. And I'm like entire discography like touches on the black experience in it, in itself. You know what I mean in America. Bro, it's common is weird for me because I had to go back and listen to common. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. Like when I would, like I said, like freshman year college, sophomore year college, I had to go back and listen to him because he dropped it during what in '09. No, what year was that that he had the beef with Drake? Was that 2010? The Believer Dreamer. Damn, is that? I think that might be '09. No, that that was too early for Drake. He had that beef with Drake around the state scheming time, so that's 2011. 2011, all right. Yeah, because that's, oh, so, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead. But yeah, so that's when I really got into Common. I always fuck with Common because it testified. That was my, testifying my shit. Yeah, that B album is, is the one for me. <laughs> but I hear the whole kill. I didn't hear the whole B album. I only heard like the four or five singles. Yeah. And I fuck with Common off of that. Mm-hmm. But no, I that's real. back to the B album, the whole joint, and I'm like. But that's a top five album to me, but that's a whole. Oh, that's a, whoa. That's whoa. a top five album to me, bro. All the way around, bro. And But that's a whole nother conversation. Like, we, we all have to have a different discussion, but that's nothing to get off topic. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's a whole nother I, I conversation. Ah, all right, all right. But, like, him and, like, him, I would say him, Tyler, and most, I'll put them all in the same category. Indeed. They all, did, they all kind of did the same thing and all ran together, but it was like... Mm-hmm. Most had his inflection and talking more so about like actual slavery. Most was really about about like the diaspora. That was all he really rapped about. We really think about it. He rapped about the African diaspora. No, that's a fact. And like, I mean, live, what you about to say? Nah, most most definitely, but most had a had a time period where he was really speaking on like the true black experience in America as well. Like, um. What fucking song? Can I listen to this shit all the time? Well, it's just the Black Star album in general for me. But um, what song? Thieves in the Night. Boy, <laughs> oh boy. I got real quick. Hold up. Bro, boy. Most snapped on that joint. I mean, that's one of the illest songs ever, but most snapped on that. Just talking about like the facade that like the world puts up and like how we all pretty much Bro, it's like your your mentality is getting stolen. Yeah, like, you don't even like because he t- like had he he talks about like money, like how much we're really blinded by money and how much like mm-hmm. all that he talks he brings it all around like just basically how like your inner like human greed can basically the evil and root of all things that like ruin your life. Nah, that's a that's a fact, bro. That is a super fact. So I have a question. When mm-hmm. he talks about mixing money with like basically thinking you're better than God, right? Oh, Lord. Do you have do you think that has anything to do with like the symbols on the money and like that's into a whole different consciousness consciousness uh, shit. Consciousness bag, but it's like that's some shit most would be on. And I want to say somebody else that who that inspired, but that's what shit most be on. All right, say it, say it one more time. You said so, like how most mixes, like how money is the root of downfall, and like how money is like 
basically not money is, but like how money is a major thing in evil. Because he, the reason I say this, because he goes out his way. I remember he goes out his way to name every piece of like exchange. Mm-hmm. They say money is the root of all evil, but I can't tell. You know what I mean? Pesos, francs, yens, calorie shells, dollar bills. Mm-hmm. Or is it the mind state that's ill? So you, you asking me like, what do I think? Yeah, because he talks he breaks he talks about money and religion. Right. So do you think that he's saying that money is our God? I mean, indeed. I mean, a lot of people chase chase the bag metaphorically all the time. Like their whole life is driven off of a status, being in, you know, what I mean, a certain position, having a certain uh set of wealth. And then when you get down to the, the religious aspect of it, I mean you have this idea of liberation is going to come to us through religion. And I'm not saying that's where most is at with it, but there's this idea in the community that that's the case. And when you tie those two things, when you tie those two ideas and together with money and religion, we already, we already know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Bruh, I was just talking about this to somebody else. It was like, if you think about how fucked up it is that niggas like Joel Orstein cannot pay the government shit. Yep. But don't do shit for people, honestly. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't open the I doors mean, when uh, when that hurricane happened. Bro, like, and it's basically because he makes so much money from, I, I be like, my boy Nick. I love Nick. Mm-hmm. You know Nick. Damn right. Like, no lie. He'll, he'll say, like, why can't a preacher or a priest make money off of doing that for a living. And honestly, I don't mind them making money or getting a living, but at the same time, you shouldn't be wealthy of the word of God. That's my thing. No, I I, I agree wholeheartedly. You know what I mean? Like, granted, religion is, is good for those that need it, but for you to exploit religion to live in the, the super nice house, to be in this, and then try to say, oh yeah, God wanted me to have it. It's like, nah, bro, let's just call it what it is. Like, capitalism is capitalism. This religion wouldn't, wouldn't thrive in America without capitalism. But that's the whole kill. Now we, and it was funny that you, when you said that, it's kind of like, like, it can be two ways. Cause you can say that religion will be made without capitalism. You could, you could be talking about money. Oh, indeed. So it's like the religion, like, like America is worship the religion of money. And I think that's what most, I think that's what a lot of artists be trying, like a lot of concert artists be trying to get at. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the the money, the the system, the the thrills of of life as they try to push it in front of us is what you know. What I mean, is what is going to be the ultimate demise of the people. It's just crazy, but I like as much as we talk about rappers, we talk about that shit because like most talks about it. To live talks about it, of course. Common don't really hit on that like that much. He does occasionally when he's storytelling. Mm-hmm. But like, shit, somebody we leaving out of that conversation. That's you can lump in with that that talks about it a lot is Kanye. I, I didn't want to say him yet. Hey, fuck it. Kanye, <laughs> he, I, I like, but I, I feel he, you, but he touches on that. He's a child of Mosin to live. Like, that's oh, his son. Indeed. Indeed. Little, little brother. I say little, but not son. That's his little brother. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, yeah, like, they all talk about that shit. It's crazy because Kanye fell into that shit, but it's like, but in, in, this, hey, in man, the that's, that's what makes, that's what, not to cut you off, but I tweeted about this shit last night. Like, <laughs> Just about hip hop reading like a Bible. It reads prophetic, bro. 
because certain certain individuals say certain things in in the music, and it happens. They live it out. Like Kanye lived out a lot of his music. Where he realized got he left his black girl and got on with a white chick. Yes, sir. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, Kanye been I'm not gonna say the same guy the entire time because we've seen a shift in him, but he's been preaching the same message from day one, bro. I was just ha- I had this discussion with my girl earlier today. No, no lie, no lie to you, bro. Mm-hmm. I said the only reason, like, I was basically saying that people have charisma. Yeah. That's why people were elected Donald Trump. And then, like, yeah. later on, we had a conversation. I'm like, the thing about Kanye is, or the thing about perspective is, you only care to call somebody out when it's against your perspective. Indeed. So when Kanye was on a relief for Hurricane, or a Hurricane Relief joint, and calling out George Bush, mm-hmm. to us, that was him doing the right thing. To white people, that was him being a jackass. Right. He went on stage and said it. Uh, Bay had the best music video. Mm-hmm. He was telling the truth for us, but he was being a jackass to white people. Right now, ten years later, he's it's, flipping it. exactly. He's a jackass, but the white people loving it. But he always been a jackass. That's the whole kill, like you were saying. That's yeah. the entire. He always been a dickhead. Yeah, and I mean, granted, yeah, like I said, yeah, he's, he said the same. He's he's been saying the same thing the entire his entire career, his whole play ain't really even to be the greatest musician it ain't to be none of that like fam he's just trying to to be next to the geniuses in the world and it's like fam he know with this easy shit he got a lick i'm not even gonna lie he has a super lick but like that's his main goal at the end of the day to put something like no listen listen to what i'm trying to tell you he's trying to like he's trying to get a a a brand that is going to last beyond him He's trying to be remembered in time. He's trying to be Versace. Indeed. And it's like, granted, he has some shit that's we look back and be like, all right, that was that was all right. But like them 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 Red Octobers is that's a moment. I mean, man, Red Octobers are classics. The uh what was the what was the uh the 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 gray joints with the uh one dog bottoms? The the ones, the easy ones. You talking about the Nike Nike joints. That's what I'm saying. His whole yeah. Nike joint is crazy. But Classic. he wants to if he would have negotiated better, he could have probably got a better deal. But it's like he—he's trying to. Mikey, bro, that's a whole kill. And that's the exact thing. But he's trying to outdo that, and I'm like, bro, you'll never be able to outdo that. Like the shoes he got now, they cool. They—they they ugly, but it's, it's the ugly shoe wave we on. So here's here's the wild part, bro. We so off topic with, <laughs> with the constant and shit. It's all good. The whole kill about Kanye is he's like. While he's not trying to recreate, he's admitted he's not trying to recreate the music that he had mm-hmm. at that time. He's trying to create create the moments that he had with the music without recreating the music. Indeed. And you can't, like, the inspiration is not, it's clearly not there. It's oh, clearly. Oh, that's there. a fact, bro. I, I, I took my ears off of Kanye after that Ye album, if I'm going to be honest. Because you got people out here that say, like, The Life of Pablo is, like, his downfall or the album where he declined. But I'm like... Yay is the moment for me. I was just talking to niggas. Pablo is a good album. Oh, that's niggas a fact. Is, it's it's aging beautifully too. Like it didn't fuck with Kanye at that time. Yeah. Real friends, like, real real friends, is a song that's gonna be amazing in, t- in twenty years. To that's a fact. Niggas. That's a fact. Like I mean, that whole the whole the whole second half of that album is is uh, yeah, not a whole top tier material. Saint Pablo, Saint Pablo, real friends. FML, yeah, that, like, that's one of them ones right there. Like, he, like that album, that album is a really good album. 
and low key is like low key is like him recognizing where he fucked up in his life. Like granted, he didn't change that shit, but at least it was a moment of awakening to a degree. Indeed, indeed. I mean, that's when the that's I'm not gonna say the best music comes out, but that's when a lot of times when artists hit their their true peak or whatever. It's like once they come to that realization and make that album of, okay, this is all of my wrongs or whatever. Now they have the license to do whatever. Because it's somebody I really love that that did that. But the thing about Kanye, Kanye didn't own Dark Twisted Fantasy. That's why that album is as good as I remember. Indeed. He just did it again with Pablo to a lesser degree, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you. I mean, yeah, that, that album is not, Pablo is not touching uh, Dark, Dark Fantasy at all. That's a whole different discussion because Twisted Fantasy is in my top five. Indeed. Maybe my, my top five is a little weird, but I'm with you. Like, I, I got a few where you'd be like, oh, yeah, I knew that was going to be there. Then it's like, mm, you bugging. But shit, back on, you know what I mean, topic or whatever. Like, the conversation is supposed to be about, like, uh, how hip hop and how hip hop has always been tied in with oppression and the theme of revolution or whatever. And even with the first real hip hop song, because you know what I mean? Rapper's Delight is considered the first one, but like the message. The message. And, and the I'm message. like. That shit is so depressing when you listen to it now. That's a fact, bro. When you really start <laughs> to put it all together, bro, that's the that's one of the oh, first ones yes. where it's just like, all right, it's showing you exactly what circumstances, what living situations they're dealing with. And this is where my bias is about to come out. The fifth verse on that song, and it's wild to even say a fifth verse in 2020. Like, the fifth verse. Third verse, shit. Exactly. But, shit, the fifth verse on that song is one of the greatest verses of all time. Like, Melly Mel broke down the true, not black experience, but what the black experience of, or what the experience of the black person was supposed to be or is portrayed as you know what i'm saying like all the negatives because like oh shit you got so much so much opportunity to make it but you have all of these obstacles that you have to jump over you you might not jump over these back then i don't even know if you had that many chance to make it because that came out what 74 no nah, i think i was like what 79 maybe 79 yeah let me make sure. 74 was rivers of light nah, no. nah 79 was like the year where everything was coming out bro Bro, I'm oh, this shit came out eighty two. We, I'm all the way around. Hey man, it's all good. You know what I mean? We gotta go to hip hop school. It's all good. You, you dig? I'm advocating for that for everybody. It's this guy. I'ma shout him out later, but he got a whole channel on YouTube, like dedicated to like the foundation Bro, of I'll rap. Like I say it like this: like you gotta do your research because it's some shit that you don't even realize. Like the fact that hip hop was started in the Bronx and we talk shit about the Bronx right now is way hilarious. That's so wild to me. Hey, bro, that's but that's the beauty of of what this shit became. Cause like, even Cardi B being the representative for the Bronx, look at it, bro. That's hip hop, bro. Like everything about her story is a hip hop story. But it's like this is what we evolved to. Loki a boogie too, cause a boogie is the stick up kid. That's classic Bronx. That's a fact, and it's like it's like look at where where we're at today. Niggas, bro. Cause granted. Lo- Go ahead. It's sad to say, like, low-key, if you want to be honest, shit hasn't changed OD. Not at all. Like, 
Just it's just it's just like little little style changes. That's it, bro. Right, like because niggas still struggling to get a meal every day. Niggas still gotta rob somebody. Niggas still gotta sell something. Niggas still gotta hustle. Mm-hmm. Niggas still gotta work three jobs, four jobs. Oh, that's a fact. I, and so, and the thing is, I mean, like the story of hip hop kind of tells, like, bro. We don't got the same opportunities that they had like in the eighties and the nineties, bro. Crack ain't popping no more. It ain't. It ain't. No. And uh, listen, listen to what I'm saying, bro. You, you you laughing, but I'm being I'm being dead ass. Like it's not. We don't have that many easy ways for us to, as as black people, to get the quick dollar. Oh yeah, that's a fact. Hell no. Like like even because I mean, they rap, try to sell water, get, they get fucked up by the police. Exactly, bro. It it it's it's all. It's all relative at the end of the day. You start to look at it, you be like, well, damn, at some point we were able to do all of this. Then over time, it's like, all right, we're going to put them back in the same ass box. Hold on, say that again? The niggas can't even sell weed no more because they legalized that shit. Hey, talk about it. Like, but that's the thing, bro. Hip hop, hip hop has been that way. Like you start to look at it's told the same exact story. It's just the characters start to change and the circumstance starts to shift a, a little bit, like, to the left. I mean, but even then, like, but you like we can say that, but not really because low-key, the shit that you can say Nas talking about. That nigga so ugly. <laughs> the shit that he's talking about Nas, that you hear Nas talking about in New York, Scarface talking about in fucking Houston. Oh, yeah, it was it was all going yeah. on. At the same, yep. So it was like even then, E forty talking about that shit in the bay. That that's the truth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. The 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 experience that was that even today, for real, for real, you start to look at it. It's going on all across the country. It's the same exact message. It's this different different voices telling it. I mean, like it's crazy because we can sit here and talk about the artists, right? Mm-hmm. But I feel like. There's only a few artists that really like try to not try to like everybody talk about it. That's that's a fact. Yeah, it's, it's embedded. It's it's just normalcy at this point. It's mm-hmm. normalcy. It's, we were some people like to say we were bred this way. We were we were bred for pain. We were bred to survive. Indeed. Now, unfortunately, but fortunately, shit. But I mean, it's fucked up circumstances. Yeah. So like. The niggas who I think about where they were on that Malcolm X shit, where they were like, nah, we got to get up and do something about, some shit about this. That's only a few of them. I'm a name. I'm a, I'm a, do you want me to shoot them off? Go ahead. Go? All right. Off the top of the dome, I'm thinking Chuck D, mm-hmm. Q. Facts. Well, that whole NWA. Yeah. Fucking, I'm going to say his name. This is going to be my last one I'm going to say for right now. But you want to look at me a little weird, Kendrick. Okay, I mean, I can hear, it. I can, I can understand, but I got. It, it, it's, I mean, it's I, I would like you to explain, but I got you. All right, so I'm gonna explain. You want me to explain Kendrick? Yeah, I mean, you can explain all three for sure, but yeah. Oh, so I'll go backwards. So Kendrick, the reason I say Kendrick first, or last, like it's in spurts. Like we talked about earlier, the mainstream artists cannot do that as their thing. Chuck D, fight the power was like it. Shit, even right. naming the album "The Fear of the Black Planet," like exactly, "Fear of the Black Planet." Like, hold on, let me let me look at this shit real quick. Like, when you when you look at the discography of just what the fuck he was saying, it was every song was 
Fuck this shit, we gonna be us. Fuck this shit, we gonna do what we gonna do. Fuck this shit, we gonna bring the noise. Like, he was unabashedly black and he was proud and he was like, he was, he represented what like a lot of New York was back then. Indeed. So when I say him, I feel like he's like the like the father of that shit. Like he's the one who like it's it it starts with him for me. Him and Q. Q same thing, like oh, yeah. right, here we, we got fight the power. I just got I just brought up like some of my joints. Fight the power, bring the noise, louder than a bomb. Have you heard Black Steel in the hour of chaos? Yes, sir. That's my shit. Hey, yeah. Hey, but that's one of the most important songs too. Like, we wanna be honest. Niggas sleep on that song. <laughs> I don't know how, but niggas actually do sleep on that song. Like, hold up. Let me, let me. Like, he really talks, he really calls the government suckers in the second verse. Bro, like, his whole, everybody even around him was ill. Sister Soldier was ill. Soldier, the whole crew was ill. Like, everybody around him stood for for something, they bro. They, were. they had that message. They knew the fuck they wanted to say. That's a fact. You wrote fuck the police. Ain't nothing else I can say for that. Oh, indeed. Indeed. So, I'm with you. I, I agree with Kendrick. Because, yeah, Kendrick is, you know what I mean, a top-tier artist. So, and every moment he does, every moment he gets a chance to have the national platform and have the whole world looking at him, he does speak out for, you know what I mean, the not even I won't even call it the revolution, but just speak out about black oppression. Speak out about what's going on in the world, especially uh, specifically in America. Like when we think about the Grammys, I would say he has a call to arms thing too, though. Like he's a like he's a to me in my in my eyes and what I listen to and what I see, he's someone he provides an image to make you angry. Yeah. He okay. You provide the riot music because. Mm-hmm. You may not think about it, but if I bla- if I'm at a uh, if I'm at a, a riot and I blast Ronald Reagan air, that shit gonna look like a music video. Mm-hmm. I, I I agree, bro. I I can see it. I can so see that. Like- I'm like, granted, I give Kendrick a lot of shit just because. I mean, when you say they the best, I need to I need to make sure they the best. But and I'm gonna say Candyman, bro. That's all I'm gonna say. Hey, my whole thing is, hey, I think my man said Candyman, but that's that's a whole nother joint. Don't say, don't say the light, don't say the beige, the beige ranger. No, 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 no. I'm talking about your boy who was just with Hove. Who? Your boy. J Electricity. He said that, <sighs> bro. That's that's who he talking about. If we want to keep it a buck. That's he ex- was. No, he was. That's he exactly was. who he talking about. When he said, "Say my name," and I promise you, see Candyman. Oh, he said that shit. I know, I know, I know, I know it. He talking. Know. They, they but, talking to each other, and that's not something I want to see today. But for sure, I can't, I can't validate. I can't validate that shit because for the shit fact, he only gave us ten minutes of rap. He only gave us ten minutes of hip hop. I, I hear you. Five albums. I, I hear you. I'm not. St- I'm just letting yeah, you know that man. That man said Candy Man. It, it, was, it was. Two, it was two. It was two years later. No, that's. That's a fact. I, I, look, bro, I agree. I'm just letting you know what, what was said and what and who he talking to. But you know what I mean? If we're gonna go just like with three or whatever, shit, I'ma also I'ma name so you saying like figures that actually, you know what I mean, did something not even did something, but who give the image of of change or whatever, or just give the image of 
truly like want to overthrow crazy. this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Niggas that's willing yeah. to stand up, that's giving you the Nat Turner energy. For sure. Yeah. So, hey, man, I, I give you a different three. We can keep going with threes, too, as well. Like, But, shit, you got Ice-T, who gives you that okay. image, for sure. Okay. He made the song Cop Killer. Okay. He, yo, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, my nigga, he's been speaking out since day one. Um, shit, who else did I have up here? Shit, Pac, obviously. I feel like that's that's like it's a it's a easy it's a it's a grab, bro. It's a layup. It's right there for sure. But you know what I mean? That's that's there. And shit, who else did I put? I put KRS. KRS one. I was okay. So I have a thing about KRS one. What's up? You're right. He is. He's in the top. He's in the top of the period. Yeah. Especially when we talking about speaking out and willing to put it on the line. My niggas put it on the line a few times. But I would say the thing about Kara's one is more so about calling out, not calling out his people. He was more so, he wasn't more so like throw rocks at the other door. He was more so about knocking at his to make sure everybody can see what the other door is going. Mm -hmm. So that's why I think that in my head, when I think of like call, when I think of Nat Turner energy, he doesn't bring Nat Turner energy. He bring he literally brings like calm Malcolm, not not like militant Malcolm. He brings calm Malcolm speech and speech and giving you information about which. Okay, so if which all right, if we're gonna do that, I agree because I I can lump him in a category with like two other people that I will name later, but they're they're more recent for sure, for sure. I agree. But shit, I mean, I feel, like, I feel like, like even though I say that, I feel like you still have to put him in that top three because nobody else is don't nobody else did it to his extent. Indeed, he's, a, he's the reason we got Lupe. Shit, he's the reason we're really even able to continue to call hip hop hip hop. That's true. So he's, he is the hip hop hip hop person. Yeah, no, that's a fact. I mean, he he's our. Which is over. No, that's a fact. He's our historian. If we gonna keep it a buck, like <laughs> he's the one that's keeping the mantle for us. So. And then, damn, what was the other one? Shit, if we want to, like, bring it, like, to recent times or just newer artists, shit, that's somebody that's been vocal since day one. Like, YG has been vocal since day one. And it's it's hey, so what? weird to put him in there, but, bro, I go like You just I go will. back. Entire time, bro. He's, he's put out the energy, bro. I'm with it. So, if you want to talk about YG, I got to always say that I stand on this hill. My personal opinion, top 15 debut hip-hop album of all time. Indeed. Nobody, people don't, and he also wanted to, like, like, this is going to sound weird, but as far as storytelling. One of the best. I think he's, I can't say that on here. I got to talk, I got to talk, but I got to say that off there. I got to talk private about that. It's all good. It's all good. That's, that's a whole, I don't, I don't want her nobody. YG is like for me, like YG always been one of my favorite artists. YG and Nip, of course. Nip mm-hmm. is somebody I will also put on there, but he's more so of the KRS one. He's the knock on the door. Look at what the fuck these these bastards doing. Look at what these fuck these bastards like is really yeah. trying to do. So yeah, need, yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's why I like at least with Nipsey, I won't put him up there. But now YG is the only person that's actually ever came out on wax and said, fuck Donald Trump. And yes, nobody sir. else said it. As a full horse. Right. I'm like, I'm like, you got Kendrick that called him out. You know what I mean? Called him a chump. Yeah, but it ain't. And, but that it ain't, it ain't, yeah, it ain't, it ain't fuck that nigga. It's not as direct. Yeah. I mean, him and Nipsey really put it all out. Oh, for sure. For sure. 
never know what could have happened after that. They actually got investigated by the uh, Secret Service because of that shit. Oh, damn remember. right. Oh, that and that's that. That's the whole reason, bro. That's why I'm like, YG definitely got to be up there. And then niggas was mad at him because he shot that he music video. He had to fuck the police run, but he was actually at the protest, and then they, I think they shot the video in the beginning or the end of the protest. But he mm-hmm. was there the whole time, right? So, I mean, I mean shit. Hey, you got you got all these people doing that shit, anyways. What'd you say? I said you got a lot of people doing that shit, anyways, like taking advantage of the moment. You got people even worse than that who Bro, not Nick, even well, they showed you that ran up and uh with the hammer and shit. Mm-hmm. Shit, did you like, see that it's people getting married at that motherfucker? Like Bro, that would that shit made me mad, bro. And then the like it just though I expect a white woman to do that shit. But for black people to get married at a protest, that would like I get it. We quote unquote not our ancestors, and I feel like that even statement is fucked up to a degree. Oh, it's not fucked up. It's true, and I'm gonna tell you why it's true. Our ancestors endured way more than we did. They had way more heart than we have. Uh, they oh, were willing to stand up for something. So we are not our ancestors. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. It's, I hate when people say that shit. Like, oh yeah, because they they trying to mean it. Like, oh, we not gonna st- stick for the shit our ancestors went stuck through. It's like they ain't stick up for nothing. If you really want to be on, and now I'm not saying they didn't stick up for nothing, but I'm like they didn't. They won't just passive about this shit. We being passive about a lot of shit. That and they like if you gotta think about it. Well, you got yeah, you gotta think about it. We fighting for like, yes, we still fighting for like basic civil, like rights to just live. But at the same time, they was literally fighting for like the right to live in places. Right, they was fighting for their lives. Fighting for the right to actually be able to be screwed out of a vote. Instead, they were just saying, "Nah, you don't count one." At least they tried to finesse us. They didn't even try to finesse them. They just said, "No." Said, "No." You're right. Like that's a whole different. Like that's a like we fighting for we fighting to expose them trying to fake out what our ancestors fought for. That's the mantra. Damn right. And we like, yeah, they get they shouldn't rub bullets at us, but you know I'm saying know. our ancestors went through way worse, bro. They they not putting y'all on they not hanging us. Like, even though they they still shooting us that, and all of that. But nah, that, they still are. No, but point. no, but I'm saying at the at the rate, at the rate they oh, were. Yeah, we're yeah. not experiencing the same thing that our ancestors, our grandparents, our great grandparents experienced in this country. But the same thing some people will argue is that on the flip side. We are by the police. It's indeed, just, yeah, it's it's different. I get it. Statistic. That's all it is. Oh, indeed, indeed. But it's it's you it's, could it's, argue that you oh, really could argue that, bro. It's it's all to be had. I mean, it's all to be heard at the end of the day. But it's like you, like you were getting that. Like it's just it's just negative when we uh say that phrase. Oh yeah, I hate that shit. No, yeah, that shit that, that shit is trash because at the end of the day, we if we want to really keep it a buck, like I was saying, that we're not experiencing it to the extent that they were experiencing it. And we're not handling it to the extent of which they would have handled it. Well, they so. boycotted buses. Exactly. Sit-ins for months. We can barely boycott fucking Chick-fil-A, my nigga. And some of us ain't. <laughs> like, right. like, that's the whole thing. Chick-fil-A. Bro, we you can't, can't boycott a chicken spot. But we can't even get on the same page. So that that's <laughs> that's that is what it is, man. Bro, they went to restaurants where they knew they were going to get spat at, food thrown on them, kicked, and punched for six, seven months straight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's a, they, nah, man, I don't know. Yeah, we're we not, we're not built the same. We don't have the same mentality. 
Like we have more luxuries. Indeed. And and we we're privileged. We we honestly we exercise our privilege. So and we think that our privilege is I'm not gonna say it's a right because it should be a right, but knowing what this country is built on, it is just that it's just a luxury. And we treat it like we supposed to be given this shit. I mean, if you want to be honest, we really are. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm saying, like, we, we treat it like people didn't fight for this. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We, yeah, we act like it was, we act like it just was already given to us. Yeah, yeah. Nah, man, it's weird. Like, our people, like, and it's crazy that we have this conversation around music. Our people through music are constantly reminded of that shit. But it's telling other people who do indulge versus who don't indulge. Who are knowledgeable of certain shit? Who aren't knowledgeable of certain shit? Mm-hmm. Like I be telling my boys all the time, bro. Y'all need to look up some shit. Look up who these senators work for, because there's a whole ass representative that work. Like you ever heard of company Alec? You said what's the company name? Alec A L E C. Bro, watch the thirteenth, bro. They talk about that shit. You about to write this shit down? Yeah, if I can find my pen. But yeah, <laughs> I, I, I remember what you said. It's all good. But yeah. yeah. Oh shit. That's that it's is hey bro, it's technology. I forgot you right. Exactly. It's called Alec. A L E C. These motherfuckers is the basically the Republicans that or the conservatives that pushed through legislation. The chairman of it is a representative from Indiana, I believe. Mm-hmm. And they literally make legislation for their wing of the government to push through every year. As far as like anti abortion stuff. Uh, police funding, infrastructure funding, military funding, bills, yeah, all that yeah. shit is like they write up. And you saying what's the so, sig- so what's the significant like? How does this tie in with music? What you saying? I'm saying like you learn that shit through like listening to people saying like, "Hey, find out who the man is." You talking about the man, but you know who the man is. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Or saying like. A like people always saying who the man is, but like you gotta like watch your documentaries about black people. The thirteen, mm-hmm. you gotta like listen to certain shit. Like even though he's not black, Mortal Technique talked about the thirteenth songs. That that's what I was about to say too. That's like really devoting their life to. Because even now you you go on his Instagram and shit. Like, fam is out here. Yeah, like, like he, he out here for real, for real. He, he been out here. No, that's a fact. And he not like he 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 recognizes that he loves the African diaspora, but even though he may not be African American, mm-hmm. he's still around for for colored folk. <laughs> oh, indeed, and he's he's he speaks out about it throughout his music, like his entire career. Exactly, and like so, you when you listen to certain artists, you learn about shit because you like gotta look up the lyrics, and then you look up the lyrics and you read some shit, and then you keep reading some shit, you watch some shit on YouTube or on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And like you just go down the rabbit hole where you just start finding shit out. Oh, yeah. Like you start finding out about people like the Cobra Brothers. Or you start finding out about like Roger Stone and shit. Mm-hmm. Ice Cube had a song about Roger Stone. Talking about Reaganomics. Yeah. That's so a like, fact. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The, yeah. Game, not even just game, like information is sprinkled all throughout the music. But. It takes for us, you know what I mean, to do the work. That's that's the beauty of hip hop though. Like the the stronger lyricist you are, or the more you put into your work, the the more 
learning that the listener has to do at the end of the day. That's why I appreciate an artist like Lupe. That's why I appreciate an artist like Black Thought. Bro, Lupe, the crazy thing about Lupe, Shit. I listen to Even? The, mm-hmm. I listen to Little Liquor too, like at least 15 times, and I still don't know what the fuck they talk about. And I had to look up what the fuck he was talking about on one of I forgot what album it was. I think it was Drogas Light on one of them. The shit that he was talking about with African Americans that jumped off of the boat. Drogas Wave. Hey, we could talk. Remember that says it like the joint, bro. That's one of his best. That's what I'm saying. Like niggas, niggas really be on some abstract, some type of change the world type shit. Mm-hmm. And reimagining the things, bro. And granted, these we don't know if these stories, these stories could be real, bro. All right, nah. All right, absolutely. <laughs> these stories could be real, my dog. But nah. nah. Like, yeah, even even just the messages and bro was putting on that, like on that album specifically, like every every couple of months or so, like I'll go back through and I'll just pick up certain songs and I'm just like, the song Wave Files, like what he did on that song alone is stupid, bro. Like a whole verse dedicated to just saying the names of slave ships, bro, and saying like exactly how that shit how it all ties in, like how, then just reimagining how nature must feel or the conversations we would have with nature regarding this. Like he really was on some like real like African mystical spiritual shit. Hey, shit, who else got it? Somebody else got a verse like that that I really love. Uh, Big Crit got a verse like that on the Dizzy Wright song. Big Big Crit is on that conversation. Big Crit definitely in the conversation. Oh, for sure. Okay, way oh, and because like he's very he's more melodic than most rappers. <clears throat> shit, mm-hmm. he's more melodic than most rappers who rap like about that shit are. Yeah, so it's like it's it's easy to get like caught up in the southern draw when he in it like on the artistic type shit. His his beat selection, his draw, like kind of ease you into it. Like it took me a while to understand what he was talking about in Mississippi. He was talking when he was uh, from the MI, like, uh, I, he spoke, he was spelling out the state name. And he was talking about, like, don't think, of, don't look down on us because we the leftovers of the slave ships. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn. Oh, yeah, nah, bro, bro, kicks him some deep ass shit. Granted, uh, the, the light skinned counterpart, I'm putting him in this conversation, my boy. Young Cole. Granted, he, he's, he's more into the, the KRS bill for, for, He's he's not granted. He's out there walking and marching with everybody, but he's more on the. Let me give you the perspective of. Should have uh, he gives you the true biracial perspective? Oh hell yeah! Because yeah, I mean, yeah. what what logic really tries to do is is what Cole does. I mean, I think everybody's called logic out of that shit too. I think that's why he just gave up on doing it. Brian listened to a logic song in forever, so I wouldn't even know, but. Good a minute for me too. Yeah, but yeah, J. Cole, even with Be Free, just making being brave enough to uh do Be Free on live television and not to put that song anywhere. Just this a one time thing. This is how I'm feeling right now. Shit, not a lot of artists would even take that moment to do that. Especially when you 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 know what I mean, you actually like there to promote your album. Man, what's crazy is that nigga, I feel like you can put him in the same category as Logic as a try to be. I know people love him, but Chance is a try hard too. Indeed. I just thought about it. I feel like Chance would take that moment to do some shit like that. 
but he would rap his ass off, but it wouldn't be as like it it'll feel for it'll feel forced. Yeah, it'd be stale. Only time the one true a couple of few times that he did some shit that wasn't stale. The ultralight beam joint that was real authentic. You can tell that was from Soul. Yeah, but like I don't know. It's just shit, I like that. I like this verse. His non debut debut album Coloring Book was alright. Coloring Book. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna lie. He's been mid after uh, Acid Rap. Of course. I mean that's because people. Would, granted, I didn't listen to Acid Rap when it dropped, so I didn't uh, have that as a reference point. Coloring Book was really my first time really sitting down and being uh, like. So you, got be, so you that was your that was your expectation to change basically. Like you expected Coloring Book. No, I mean I didn't expect anything. Like I like I heard him on the uh, the the what was it the Double XL Freshman Little Cipher joint. And then I would hear, of course, in the hall when everybody would play Juice and Cocoa Butter Kisses. Those were the only two songs I knew by, bro. So it was like, okay, cool. He, I, I ain't, I never took the time to like, I ain't start listening to Chance until Coloring Book. So after that, I was like, all right, let me go back. And then I'm like, okay, I see why people feel this way. But hey, cuz, shit changes. I heard, I heard Acid Rap first, and then I heard 10 Day After Acid Rap. I'm like, oh, this nigga at home, he about to be spitting like shit. Mm-hmm. He about to be rapping his ass off. He rap fast as hell. He can slow down his tempo. He can go with the dun, dun, dun. Like, he just, he, his flows are so crazy in that joint. And Color Book, I'm like, all right, he's a good song. He got a few joints. The joint with Justin Bieber, talking about the uh, Duke joint. Yeah, that joint was all right. That was my shit. Okay, then then this shit came out the new joint. I'm like, all right. Oh, I've been I've been stopped expecting shit. I think the moment for me with Chance, granted, because he had dropped that little that little pack of songs where he had the uh, the Jamie Foxx sample, the I oh, Might Need Security, and I was like, all right, but I see the direction you going in, bro. Like, you're not really about to rap no more. And like, and when you do rap, it's gonna be weird. It's gonna be like on some dad rap, cause one of my favorite, one of my favorite songs by him, like off of that pack, was uh, fuck, how does it? What is? I don't even know the song no more. But it's literally a song about oh, workout. That's a song. Like, and I was like, all right, Chance, I know what type of rapper you are. Now you get in the bag, and you don't have to do this no more. You don't have to make. The music that we want, so I should say, like it's going to have to be commercial. He he is the character uh, Clark County on Atlanta. Sure, <laughs> he is, bro. Like, look at it. Like that Kit Kat commercial came out the same time as that show. When that show came out, and then they had the Yoo-Hoo joint. He the same. That's the same dude. <laughs> it's bro. Chance the rapper, man. Because I really think Chance could be in that bag where he's a socially conscious rapper. Yes, sir. But he's just not. It is. It hurts, honestly. Like it's. It's no reason that Smino should be more conscious than him at this point. They should be on the same level. But Smino is more of the, yeah, we live a life this way because of the way we set up type shit. Mm-hmm. Chances be rapping about being happy, and that shit. I don't want to. I don't want to be that guy. But yeah. hip hop ain't cool when you happy. It depends. Like, but yeah, no, I I agree. Hip hop has it has its moments for you to be happy, but. Yeah. At its at its at its best, hip hop isn't a happy genre. Or if you're not talking about your you like here's the whole kill. You don't even got press on your unhappiness. 
personal unhappiness that in you general. see or that's around you. Yeah, it's just about being aware of the times. You know, what I mean, read the room as the the new phrase of the year. <laughs> Bro, that should be having a week on Twitter every time I see this shit. Read the room. Hey, but that should be spot on though. Read the goddamn room. You know what's going on. Dude, bro, it's like damn, bro. Ain't nobody ready for that shit. But nah, I don't know. It's because all right, this one I wanted to say the earlier with Kanye, but Chicago is kind of like a hub for conscious rap. And yes, sir. I think the thing about Chance is that I feel like Chance really had the, the ability to be the voice of actually our age range of our generation. Yeah, especially like, not to cut you off, but like I feel like this is probably where you were going to go with it. But if not, like it is what it is. But him sure. being the voice of this generation and coming from the Chicago that we knew it to be when we yeah. were growing up. So it's just like, you had a chance, my dog, not no pun intended. Like you had the opportunity to really take the baton and go and shit. He chose up. Bro. Like shit. Vic I, Mensa even drops more conscious music than, than bro. And I don't even like naming that dog, bro. Like that's my, and Vic, Vic is spit. Don't get me wrong. He just has antics that I don't like. Vic can rap his ass off. He's just a dick. That's what I'm saying. He has antics that I do not like, but he is a more conscious rapper than Chance. And I, if we want to be honest, he kind of always was a more conscious artist than him. Oh, yeah, bro. Hell yeah. He consistently did. He yeah. consistently rock like conscious raps. Mm-hmm. Even he had a, like the whole 16 shot shit, bro. That's my shit. That's why that's why in my playlist. Fuck 12. 16 shots. Right. Oh. Like, that's my shit, bro. No, damn right. Oh, shit. All right, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to take the. I'm going to take it a little, little elsewhere. All right. So the person I was going to name earlier that speaks on, like, revolution, oppression, or whatever, but from a different angle, like, I was going to take this to a whole different angle because, yeah, we uh, hip-hop talks about oppression from the black experience or this the person experience but it also talks about it from the experience of the artist and artist oppression and shit if we wanted to we can keep uh most deaf with that because you got songs like the rape over which isn't even on uh the second album but it's i mean what yeah that's what the second album but that song is all about oppression and and rap you want to talk about shit little brother little brother (laughs) They already talk about is being stepped on. Exactly, and I'm like their whole, I, I yeah, their whole idea is just about the the men like literally what the uh, debut album was called, the Minstrel Show. Like it's telling you exactly what's going on in the entertainment ex- uh, industry. But somebody that speaks on it really well, in my opinion, and bro got the platform. That nigga Button, bro. Oh no, Button talked about being raped by the industry every song, bro, and and he. It wasn't talking if he wasn't rapping about his heart getting his heart broken by a girl or cheating on somebody or popping a pill and getting <laughs> high and attacked. Yep. It was about those are the main things he always rapped about. Exactly. And I'm like, shit, one song that like even for me, I'm like, I peg it as an important song of hip hop because like, hey man, I'm gonna teach a class on this shit one day. But this is one song like that the idols, this bitch ass shit died. Hold on. It's all good. I'm going to keep going. I can't believe this joint died on me, cuz. 
I think I knew I was about to say some bullshit. Hold on real quick, y'all. Oh no, no. See, my I told you my computer was gonna fucking die, so So yeah, hold on real quick, just to let me put this shit. Alright, so yeah, until I get this joint back up. But yeah, I think that shit knew I was about to say some bullshit. <laughs> I think it knew I was about to say some bullshit. But nah, I mean shit, just to go back, like the song Idols, bro, just him talking about like where the industry has gotten to at this point and like just the observations that he's made about this shit, just talking about just how the value of a stream, everybody has that somewhere in their music, but the value of the stream isn't as lucrative as the sale of a CD. And if we, if we keep going at the same pace, music ain't gonna be worth a goddamn thing. Oh, hell no. That's the whole kill, bro. Because niggas be talking about the contract. You gonna be plugged into the shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, bet. Yeah, niggas talk about the contracts. Like they were just talking about this on their podcast. Some they, some labels are still doing. You gotta do a five album deal, which is fucked up as hell. Oh yeah. Like if I'm an artist, I'm like, all right, we not we gonna change the language. Instead of five albums, let's say I have to have a total of three hundred minutes of music or two hundred and two hundred minutes of music. That's about four out three. That's about three to five hours for some people. Right. That's a good range, meaning that your first album you can do forty five songs, but next album you gonna be a little more creative. You can do thirty five or uh, forty five minutes. Next album you gonna be a little more creative. Cut it down, you can be thirty five minutes, and they give you more leeway on like being creative. But yeah, like them labels be they they they. I mean, I get it. It's a business. They have to fuck somebody over in order to actually make their money back because six times out of ten they're not making that much money off of you. Only time they're really making money off of you is is when it's like when they getting fifty percent of it at least. Right. So it's like for some, it's like you just gotta you just gotta know what the fuck is going on. But that's the thing. He always tried. He's always tried to tell people about the business because he got fucked over so much and early in his career. He's like, I don't know. Want to see another black person, another artist, be put in my position where he has to go through what I went through. Indeed. But it repeatedly still happens. Oh yeah, that's a fact. That's the that's the only reason bro was mad at uh Yachty in that moment on the uh on everyday struggle. This shit was so funny though. Hey bro, it's a classic, but I felt him in that it's just like damn, cause like I see it exactly what he's saying. Cause it's like, bro, what Yachty and them had in that moment, granted, it wasn't as big as Soldier Boy and Chameleon there with the ringtone shit, but it was like, bro, they are literally eating off of your image. But his you own don't kill. Because Joe Biden talked about that shit. This is kind of important to think about too with regional shit. In some places, some people, some niggas are really are standing on their word dudes because that's where they come from. Indeed. But the sad thing is that when you get to a certain amount of money, you can't allow that to be the way. So like I feel like P, Coach K and, and them niggas down there, they really are like, we don't need paperwork, we don't some street shit. Oh yeah. We that- want- Basically, the gunner, uh, young thug situation, where it's like, nah, that's my guy, basically. 
Mm-hmm. Everybody got that shit from Gucci because Gucci ain't never signed nobody no contract. Right. So it's like everybody. Let's. That's just how Atlanta be, which is wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, granted, we we know because we were there. You know, just how everybody out there give it up. Like everybody cool with each other for the most part. Like everybody, everybody know each other. You can't fuck over somebody because then you fuck over five other people. Exactly. Like you go, like you you do somebody dirty. You think you cool. You go to a crib, you see three hit people who you was fucking with, and it's like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. You can't, you can't, like, you know, you, that's why you you can't afford to do that shit. Even oh, yeah, not down there. Somebody, you don't say you don't fuck with them just to make sure you're safe. Oh, you no, know, that's a say, fact. How do you, like, make it known ain't no beef? We just not cool. Right. It is what it is. Oh, no, real talk. I mean, shit, like I said, we know because we was there, like, Atlanta is a, a big, small city, anyways. Like that, it's it's small as sh- it's big, but it's just like damn, nigga. You everybody know everybody, like you said, at some point. But what's crazy is that like keeping on the conscious shit is weird because you see that only really in Atlanta. You don't see that. Sh- you may see it in L.A. I don't really know about L.A. like that, but I know for a fact in New York, you do that shit, you get all the world fucked up. Oh yeah. Chicago artists be doing that shit and be crying about their fucking publishing and shit. I yeah. want to know how Cap G got hit. How, how, how Polo G got his shit though, because Polo G, his deal got to be right. I say it like that, his deal mm-hmm. better be right. Hey man, a lot of the new artists they they getting better guidance. So I should say, especially if they yeah. getting real traction, they getting better guidance. And there's more people who look like us that care. Yeah, yeah. Which is point of the conscious shit that we even talking about, like. Waking, waking each other up like we we all gotta understand what the fuck going on around us and we all like we should I'm not gonna say we should I'm not gonna say we need to but I feel like we owe it to the people before us to tune in to what the fuck is going on around us and these these are the artists that at least that we talking about on this shit right now that like shed that light on some stuff that you may not think about or as I like to say give words to the emotions that you were feeling that you may not be able to vocalize or can't express. Yeah. So indeed. it's important that we, that we focus in on those mediums, especially doing like always stay in tune, like always make sure you got the spook who sat by the door and Michael Mess on your shelf. But at the same time, during times like this, when those feelings are coming up, like the music, make sure that your mind is on what the fuck is around you because your your mind is so powerful that you listen to the wrong shit. In my opinion, you can stop caring and stop thinking about what's going on. Indeed. I'm- yeah, that's a fact. You can you can definitely tune your way out of this. Every right. and it's and it's always available. That that type of music is is always available. Exactly, it's always getting played. They're not they're not playing like yeah, Apple Music can do it one day where they do the when they do the shit on the. Uh, on the brow shit. Or yeah, the radio have this one day during the protest and shit. But who's the saying a week and a half from now, if anybody give a fuck about this shit, if you're not if you're not making sure you tuned into it. Right. Like if you're not paying attention to it, if you're not tweeting about it, honestly, if you're not I swear, if you're not tweeting about it in two weeks, nobody's gonna care about it. Oh, that's the truth. I mean not but that that goes to the attention span of of us regardless. Like that's that's what everything, bro. Something super traumatic can happen right now. And you got some people that if they truly care about it, yeah, they tuned in all day, every day. They retweeting, they talking about it all day, every day. 
But the bulk of us, it's like, all right, shit. A week later, all right, man, I got regular life to live. This this ain't affecting me, even if it is affecting you at the end of the day. Like Exactly. But here's a wild, like, I, I was having a conversation the other day. Mm-hmm. And basically, what happened was I was saying I was thinking about protesting, and this person was worried about it. My girlfriend was worried about it. Right. I'm well, I said what I said, but she said you have to think about it. Fighting injustice looks different for everybody. Indeed. And in my head, I had to take a few minutes to think about it. I'm like, yeah, because if you think about it, the only reason people even talk about certain shit, at least in our age, is really because of Twitter. Yeah. So if you think about it, every tweet you send, everything, like you said, everything you retweet, everything you like, everything you quote tweet and bring attention to and start a conversation around, Twitter monsters that shit. And you know who monsters Twitter? The news, which is mm-hmm. wild as shit. Yeah. But the news is only going to talk about what people want to talk, what people want to listen to. That's a fact. And they know, like, and it's wild because you notice that people started tuning out of COVID shit. People stopped caring about the COVID shit. So the next thing up is all the all we got to start caring about black people now. There's nothing to talk about. Like honestly, that's a wild part. If you hey, really bro. think, about it, really, really, really want to think about it, hey, bro. it's like that's we a fact. Got shit to talk about. Oh no, that's a, that's a fact. But if you really paying attention to what's going on, like even in the midst of the uh, protests, like when they would try to talk about COVID, they really just coming on saying, yo, we don't know what the fuck is going on. Like, granted, the numbers yeah, is the numbers, but we don't know what's going on. The who just came out and just changed up on something that they said. Yeah, yesterday. They Yeah, they was like, hey, because asymptomatic people can't spread it. Then they like, hey, look, 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 no, we didn't mean it like that. We just don't know. Like, this is the first time they came out and just said, we really don't know. And I appreciate that, like, because... If we want to be honest, like that's that's really what the the news is afraid to. Well, not even the news, the people in power or whatever they want to call it, motherfuckers be afraid to get up there and say we don't know what the fuck is going on, just like you don't know what the fuck is going on, because that'll cause that will that'll cause civil unrest. Like people people rely on the the news, people rely on the government, people rely on uh yeah all the their quote unquote leaders to bring them to certain points in their life to tell them their next steps in life, which is fucked up because even to tie it back into to hip hop or, or rap or whatever, the entire time rap is telling you like, you, you need to think for yourself at the end of the day, come up with your own fucking plan because the plan that they're laying out in front of us ain't gonna work. It's gonna work. And they and the wild part of it is the plan that they tell you to follow, they not follow. At all. Because as soon as all these, all these places, all these better business places, you should always make sure you have six. You should have six months of salary in your savings, and you should have this. Be able to have that. As soon as all these companies went bankrupt, bro, we ain't got shit, bro. We need a handout. Give us something, bro. Mm-hmm. Give us something. Like no, nigga. Like the greed, the greed, the greed that these C-suite people have, CEOs, CFOs, own people. They making eighteen, nineteen million a piece. Yep. The company worth two hundred million. It's for them. They taking up damn over, almost over half, half. Yeah. by themselves. Right. Like, granted, that number, like those numbers aren't as like correlated, I guess, but it's still like there's they're taking up a huge percentage of what their business is even worth mm-hmm. instead of even evenly, but instead of fairly right. to the people who work for them. So it's like when you think about shit like that, it's like you're killing like the funniest nigga for saying. Don't ride, but when the eat the eat uh kill your uh master shirt. 
Kill the fucking message, bro. Hey, cuz. Hey, I mean, I got something totally different about... I mean, we can speak on it because, I mean, we spent some time in Atlanta and we know exactly what Atlanta is. Like, Atlanta is good to the people that got money. Yeah, hell if yeah. If you don't got yeah. no money in Atlanta, fam, you, you ask the... And, and, like, I mean, most cities, most of your major cities have huge uh, income gaps. But Atlanta is one of them places you could literally ride down a street and see it. You might be in one part of uh, Buckhead for, what, two or three minutes. Then you get a block up the street, two blocks, you back in the hood. And these people all live right near each other. They all shop together. And the fucking, the poor people, you know, I'm not going to say the poor people, but the people that are are living, maintaining regular jobs and shit like that, they trying to maintain the image with these people that got it in Atlanta. Like the, the, the true, the Atlanta elite quote-unquote man all i'm gonna say is this you can drive on one street in atlanta one street Mm -hmm. and go from the track to 600 500 Mm -hmm. and like this damn right it's crazy because like even then when you don't you see the drastic difference when you go from one side of of the town to the other Cause right. you stay in the West End, you go on the Bluff, you go to Vine City, mm-hmm. like then you go over to Buckhead, you go over to Linux Plaza, you see the difference. Yep. Like you really do see the difference, and even then, like you can go to Midtown. Literally, it's is what his name is. It's in the middle. Mm-hmm. It's not rich, but it ain't poor. Right. No, that's a fact. Like it's wild. Like it. It, it really describes like the actual financial discrepancy and like the financial levels in the whole city so it's like damn right so even like to even tie back in just the for bro to even get up there and be like well if you burn this down what do we have it's like bro we don't even have that if you calling it a we thing bro only thing niggas have in atlanta honestly is the west side and auburn avenue yeah <laughs> that's a fact and they slow they slowly losing the west side exactly. exactly from the time we was there for sure like i i witnessed it because we stayed across the street from the school. But matter of fact, we both did. Both did. So yeah. we 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 saw it. You know what I mean? I remember when the white people started to move in. Not to put it like that, but I remember when they started to move in. It was like, oh, this shit look kind of unheard of. Now they walk in their dogs at night. I'm like, damn, that's crazy. Bro, I mean, my kid shot behind our apartment complex at night. I seen a white lady walking a dog right there three years later. Yes, sir. I'm like, hold up, cuz, hold and, up, And bro. you would not, bro, you'd be like, am I in the same spot? Right, bro. Like, I'm like, it's a whole blood complex down the street. Exactly. This is walking their dogs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> bro. Y'all shit with the blood complex. Shit, y'all lived in that joint. <laughs> right in the building. <laughs> like, literally with like, all of them. But it's, it's, it, it's wild, bro, because we see it, you know? And for him to get up there, for any of them to get up there and be like, oh, don't burn it down. Don't do this. Don't hurt your community. It's like, fam, this this is our community and ideal. We don't own shit. We don't have none of this, bro. Don't none of this represent us. Some of it. That's the whole kill. Of course. That's that's why he's telling y'all, like, hey, bro, don't break, don't burn down my barbershop. That's what he really should have got up there and said. My businesses, y'all know where they at. Don't burn them down. And Bro, I would have respected it. I think, but I think what they were trying to say is 
because I don't even know. I know they would actually know my uh my friend working bucket. I know for a flat they uh they would they were hitting bucket. Oh, for sure. Yeah, Phipps got Phipps got hit for sure. Wow, but I ain't nah, mad like, at that shit. I could. Nah, I ain't I'm, never going there, so fuck it. Uh, only time I went there was to go to the movies, bro. That's the love, but that's it. Oh no, nah, I used to go to Atlantic Station and go to movies. And shit. I stay going to Atlantic Station. My girl like fifth though. Hey, shit, expensive takes. I ain't mad at that. Goddamn. Damn anyway. right. <laughs> <laughs> nah, like, nah, hell, no, I wasn't mad about that shit. Fuck fifth. I don't give a damn. But oh, nah. nah, they uh. They 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 say that because they own the shits, but think about the thinking about the people who don't own anything. But even thinking about it, oddly enough, Killer Mike's dad, yes, he was a cop. I think he was really just trying to say, "Don't attack the black areas." But yeah. he didn't vocally say yeah, he that. Cu- he, he couldn't say that. Couldn't say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and but, I get it. But it was just like weird because it's like. You can see the pain in his like you, you like I'm never going to say that man was not hurting about what happened. Oh, for sure, that was that was sincere. That he wasn't strongly like fuck the system, but we this isn't our way because mm-hmm. he's he's strongly about the voters' rights. He's strongly about the Second Amendment. He's strongly about advocating for your beliefs and advocating for what you want. Indeed. Not an issue with that. No issue with that. But when you live in the same state where they even with today, literally today. Half the city of Atlanta, their voting area was shut down with mostly the west side of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, voter suppression. The niggas to vote, they can't vote. They literally make, they can't vote. They right. literally can't vote, bro. Mm-hmm. So now what you want us to do? So now we ride what you want to tell us. Oh, exactly. Like, he ain't gonna have nothing to say. But I mean, I mean, he'll try because hey, this is one of the city leaders or whatever. But it's like, like you were saying, if we don't have the options that you're presenting. Uh, so what else do you want us to do at the end of the day? Because, I mean, to to use the cliche quote that everybody uses, you know what I mean, the, the protests and riots is the voice of the unheard, like the Martin Luther King quote, but that's is real at the end of the day. It's 100% real. But the wild part is, I'm glad you said that. As much as people like to, like to quote my, uh, my, uh, Martin Luther King, people forget that he said that when the people are angry, you must let them be angry. Indeed. Like, you have to, a lot, like, if you try to suppress anger, all it begets is even more anger, and that's when you become, that's when you enter a real ex- explosive situation, mm-hmm. which is where we're at. Indeed. Like, not as explosive as it possibly could have been, but we still having issues with this shit, and I, I, like, I say this, and I think this to myself every day, like, that, we are black men. Yes, I participate in that shit, but I definitely made a post Right after I posted that shit about how I wouldn't be a black man without a black woman. Indeed. I'm not talking enough about Breonna Taylor. At all. I'm not talking about enough how gay, uh, not gay, excuse me, how trans men or trans women, excuse me, have been getting killed. Like people right. are not talking about enough how black women in general have, like, if you think about it, yes, black men get killed at a higher rate, but black women suffer more violent crimes at a higher rate because of sexual assault and rape. That's a fact. Like, it, no, I, a, I agree wholeheartedly. But that's why. So, staying with this conversation, that's why the one, one artist who I love to bring up as a new age person who isn't a call to he's he's a mix. He's a combination of call to arms, and he's uh education type base. Absolutely. Indeed. I don't, the reason why I bring him into this is because he had a whole he has a whole album about how basically. 
God is a woman. And literally, he named, he has a song called "Is God a Woman." Mm-hmm. He's talk like he's talking about like not just the plight of like he talks about the plight of black men in his earlier stuff, of course, but in that album specifically, the most recent one, "Thou Art uh, Thou Thou Art Will" or something. Yeah, uh, do do with that will. Do with that will. That's that shit. Do with that will. That shit is literally just about how much women go through it how much he loves women and how much women are a reason why we're even able to exist and able to do this. Indeed. So, like... Oh, I, hey, bro, I, I agree. I, I I subscribe to that that philosophy as well, that God is a woman, but... Bro, yeah, I mean, I mean, I agree wholeheartedly with, like, just black women not being spoken about enough. I mean, a lot of black experiences aren't being spoken about enough outside of the black men getting killed or whatever. Like you were saying, like, the LGBT uh, members of the black community, them getting uh, violence, them uh, facing violence, them getting killed and all of that, that's not being spoken about. What 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 I can say about that, it, break, it goes down to like what this country is fundamentally built upon. Like we all know, to take, even to take race out of this, we know that we live in a patriarchal society, so when anything happens to a man, it's amplified, and you're able you're able to see it more because we're seeing we're showing everything from the eyes of a man, which is weird. Then, even in the Bible, indeed. I mean, but that's why the Bible is written from that perspective. That's why you don't have any positive women influences in the Bible, if you really want to be honest. Or any books about women in the Bible. Indeed, <laughs> I mean, hey. There's, there's, there are books of the Bible dedicated to women, the lost books or whatever, because you got the Book of Eve and shit like that. But in the, in the Bible that we actually uh, subscribe to, I the one, people have been raised on for the last seven hundred years. Oh, it, years. oh, indeed, yeah, yeah, and and that's that's one of the reasons because we can we can try to pretend that as black men we don't exercise male privilege, and even just in the society that they value black male presence more than anything as much as they dislike it they 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 thrive off of black male presence i said like this as a black man who who constantly is confronted with the thing that he's been privileged with it's very very hard to know what you are privileged with until you experience or not even experience until you are able and willing to comprehend what mm-hmm. women experience. First of all, and yeah. second of all, when you're willing to have the hard conversations of and have someone honestly have someone willing to engage the yeah. hard conversation and how you were brought up versus how that is received or how that is like the actual impact on someone who does not look like you. As a who's a woman, right? So, like, I'll, I'll even say shit to my girl, and I'll be like, "Well, damn, that's that's male privilege. That's something that I would never have to think about, or that's something that I can only say because I'm a man and think like this, right?" So it's like it's it's really I like that's the one thing I will say is that yes, we all need to be educated in it, but it's hard to be educated in it when we're not in an environment that has that instilled in you but when you aren't 
willing to go out of your comfort zone to like embrace that shit. Right. No, I, I agree. I mean, even with what you're saying, like a lot of people aren't even exposed to those conversations. Period. Exactly. Like, yeah. I think I mean, a lot of people think about that. A lot of 24, 25 year olds, even though it's, it, they should, you would hope and pray that you have some type of intellectual discussion where I'm not saying you got to be like even a college student. Just have like real life conversations and have some life experience when you aren't surrounded by the same people who always think and talk the same way. Right. Because you learn some shit when you around some shit that you don't know. Oh, indeed. I mean, yeah, that 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 goes down to our entire generation, you know what I mean? Like not even just our gen- that goes to everybody. Like a lot of people stay in their comfort zone. A lot of people are uh I wouldn't say afraid to have these conversations. There's just not that many I wouldn't say opportunities, but there aren't that many avenues to have that have those conversations or platforms to have those conversations because uh, if we want to be honest, in school, in public school for sure, we're not having those conversations. If you go to university, if you go to like college, you can have those conversations amongst your uh, friends, amongst like-minded individuals, but that's just not something like everybody's going after you, dick. You get what I'm trying yeah. to say? Like, we just, it's, it's not that many places to have it. And then the places we do have these conversations or attempt to have these conversations, it's on Twitter, it's on platforms that's not meant to have engaging conversations. Yeah. Like, it's, it's meant for you to, all right, just, uh, just respond. You know? And, and Go ahead. I think that's a part of it, too, because we, like, in this conversation, we have to recognize our privilege and that we're even able Indeed. We were able to experience like AUC. We were able to experience women that Spelman who we didn't just left after, who we were actually able to become really good friends with. Right. And learn shit from. Yeah. And it's like not everybody's granted the opportunity. A lot, it's a lot of brothers who we both know who came for the opportunity but weren't able to stay. Shit. We both went to the opportunity and weren't sure we were going to be able to stay. Or sure that's, we weren't going to that. That's a fact. <laughs> That, yeah, that is super true. Like, even, yeah, I mean, just going to the AUC in general, being in that that space during the time that we were in it, like, no no one else can, exp- no one else will experience that ever again. And no one else is able to have the, the type of conversations that we were having. Because I talked to some people that went to, like, a Howard, a Hampton or somebody like that, and it's like, even us just being on separate campuses, we were able to have certain certain dialogues, certain uh, conversations that when we did get together, it's more perspectives being presented. Because I, I mean, I'm, I'm not really going to speak about this moment, but there's a, a, a real particular moment in AUC Twitter history from our sophomore year where a conversation was had on campus. Bro, bro, I know what you, I know what you're talking about, and that's what I'm saying. I'm not gonna really go deep into it, but that was one of those moments where if that we from here, that hey, hey, I know exactly what you're I, talking about. I'm I I appreciate that moment happening because it it showed well it showed me specifically that we're not oh. able to have constructive conversations on social media, and then it showed me that a lot of us just aren't really as educated as we should be in certain areas nah bro they, nah 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 that, it's some shit you don't say oh no that shit was it was flagrant I got it but like hey on, hey bro. bro hey bro but what I'm saying is we wouldn't had 
the space that bro, I, know, I know this is middle school. Like I'm I with know you. him. I'm with you. And that's probably the <laughs> lifestyle bro lives. So I don't know. But oh, hey, hey. Brother, that's what I'm saying. We're not going to go too deep into it. But what I'm saying is that particular moment in itself was one of those moments where it was like, okay, us being from the two perspectives where it's that school and then this school and we're meeting up on social media to have this discussion. It was like, all right, I understand both sides. Well, I don't really understand both sides. I'm not going to say that. But because <laughs> that shit was, wow, I, I did not agree. <laughs> The, the the moment that got me the most upset was when they tried to lump the entire class into bro's argument. That's what pissed yeah, me off. bro. Like, nah, we not. Nah, that, that's that nigga. That's him. That and, was him. Exactly. And that and that was when I realized. All right, granted, a lot of a lot of schools. I'm not gonna say a lot of schools have a single thought to come out of it. But that's when I realized. All right, we're not a monolith. Like it is. It's nothing that's gonna, especially in that type of conversation. It's nothing we're that's not gonna, gonna link us. Yeah, we're not gonna let that be the model. Of, fuck no, no. Exactly, no, no, no. and and we sure no hell no. And bro, that, and that's what I'm getting at. Like even us being in the, what I'm trying to say is both both institutions allowed us to. I wouldn't say the the maturity to have the conversation, but we we attempted, though at the end of the day. We were forced to. Yeah, and and. Yeah. We had no choice, but it's still like, had it been at another school, that conversation wouldn't have went the those well, that type of conversation wouldn't have went the way it went, or the awareness on that situation wouldn't have went the way it went. Because I'm granted, I'm not gonna oh, say, no. I'm not gonna say that any of that stopped on campus because it didn't. Like we know that it did it, but there was an awareness truly put on it. Well, that shit low. I didn't even think about it, but you right. That shit changed how like bro, it it changed everything. Issue. Cause after that, that's when they started doing the NSO training and shit. Mm-hmm. Cause that was that was right after that shit. And that's what I'm saying, bro. Like it's it's without certain things happening or being in being allotted the space or platform. Bro, I'm getting flashbacks now. Bro, me too. Cause I'm like, it's it's certain people that I don't speak to anymore because of that moment. Oh my god, bro! And it, it's bad. because of number one, their mindset on. Yeah, no, nah, that's why I was saying. That's why I wanted to say it a little earlier, but I was gonna, I'm letting you go. That should expose niggas. Yes, sir. That should expose niggas, bro. Yeah. Oh my lord, bro. And and that's what I was saying. I was, I was like, it's a lot of people's who mindset. And I was like, oh, you on this type time? Like that's why you. Do. Like hold up, cuz like yeah. what? Because I'm like, you had some people whose main argument was just, hey, bro, don't lump me in with bro. Then you had the other people who was like. Hey, bro, he should be able to think like, whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't say all that. I just oh, said, don't, uh, don't make my opinion, don't make his opinion my opinion. That was like that. Oh, bro. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. That was, bro. That was some, that was some shit when niggas woke up. I ain't gonna lie. Because that made niggas be like, all right, bro, who, who needs to learn some shit? Yeah, like that, really, that really made niggas be like, all right, all right. So what's what what's really going on right now? And and bro, and that's what I'm saying. I was like, without us even being in that position or being at the the institutions that we were at, we wouldn't have been able to have that conversation or even get to that point where we can start making some awareness behind it. We can start putting some action behind. All right, this conversation. Because granted, we already know the AUC was panel kings. It was a panel at their panel every fucking week. Every fucking day, shit. But, you know what I mean? Like, shit, yeah, like you were saying, it's just a blessing that we were, we were, or the privilege that we were able to even experience that. 
So it's just like now the question is how do we, how do people uh, have those conversations without being in those spaces? How do we get people to have those conversations? I mean, honestly, like it really, this this is so cliche to say, B. This is so cliche. But each one really do got to teach one. Like, oh, indeed. I, I catch it when I'm talking to like my younger family members, like my niece and shit. Like I'll I'll make sure I talk to her a certain way because I want her to know that this is how she this is how she should be spoken to. This is how someone should respect her space. Mm-hmm. Like I want her to understand those things. Wow. I want That's her to grow up with that stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like it, it's 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 hard, especially being like as wild as it is, like the only male figure outside of maybe her teachers, male figure in her life. And it's like, yeah, I really do have to like as my niece, and I hate no never use the term raise right with a with a child. Right. But it's like I allow I allow her the space to be her. I allow her the space for her to like be by herself. I allow her the space to come in my room. I allow her the space to be in a little room. I want like you know how like the old way was like if I'm in the t- if I'm in the little room first and I got I get the TV you know I don't do that with my niece I'm like hey you want to watch anything before I turn anything on she say yes cool she say no she cool mm-hmm. so it's like I feel like when you give people that space of like or you give the youth that space of being mom even being a teacher I told my kids like yo I'm gonna sound wild for this that's why I said my whole government name but I was like yo. I don't want person in the classroom. Principal ain't out here, and ain't on me. No, that's it. <laughs> I'm not, not going to push on detention for cursing. That's not that's that's petty as hell. And you ain't doing anything. You're not hurting nobody. You're not doing anything to danger. As long as you know who and when to curse, that's the only lesson you need to learn when you go when you go when you leave school. Oh, indeed. So I allowed them to be themselves in my classroom, and I think that the issue is that we don't allow kids to be themselves in the classroom. So I'm not with middle and elementary school and high school to express what they don't understand, to express what they don't know. We just tell them what they should know. Mm-hmm. So when a kid's like, when a kid comes up to me and says, Miss Small, how you trust a girl when y'all live so far away? I mean, you build a relationship with somebody. What you mean? You gotta remember, I'm talking to a kid who mom and dad, neither of them in their life. Right, they right. stay with their parents. Mm-hmm. Mom and daddy ain't seen him since he was eight, nine. He's sixteen. Yeah. So it's like they don't. They yeah, like it's middle, like, like high school. Like in our community, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like in our community, it's really like that. Yeah. And that's how you get. That's how you get young men who don't know or aren't taught in the way of understanding a woman's space and understanding how to treat a woman, understanding like rape is rape, consent is consent. Right. And it's like. They literally don't have anyone to teach them that shit. Oh, indeed. Do is in the worst possible way. So, and it's reflecting in the music when you hear about a Brenda's got a when you listen to Brenda's got a baby. Right. That's a different like that's conscious that's conscious rap and not in the sense that we were talking about earlier as far as like waking up the people to what's going on around them, but waking up the people to what they're doing to themselves. Yeah, and uh, shit, just talking about. Like re- relevant topics, yeah. Because I about to say, like, that's really what the conscious movement is. Like, it's not being distracted by the bullshit. It's 
telling exactly what the fuck is going on, painting the raw picture. Exactly. It's weird because as much as we like to say con- like constant hip hop is like wait is like basically ignored by the mainstream, ignored by the uh radio, it's ignored by the schools too. Yeah. Like if you play if that's you play my- some in schools, it's like kids we understand this shit Bro, better. That's my fight. That that's my fight for real, for real. like with like hip hop music. Like it's for it to be taught in schools because even myself, like I learned a lot, a lot of things emotionally. I learned I learned a lot about how to like handle myself through the music, through certain artists, through certain mediums. And it's like, damn, son, like imagine what it could do for a kid that's like 10. Or imagine imagine what hearing Bitch Bad by Lupe could do for kids at at the age of 10 just having that understanding of all right what this word is meant for what this word is used for how are we using it in the context what is being done in music what is being done in media and shit and how are we damaging ourselves by using that word and identifying women like that yeah hey man it's crazy because i got like a random sets of questions like for people but like one of my main questions like that I really want to ask a lot of people is like what their views is on words like derogatory words with like nigga, bitch, dog, boy, like all of these terms. And granted, a lot of our lexicon is from the hip hop experience or the black experience is repurposing a lot of negative words and giving them the positive. Hip hop is black. Hip hop is black. Look that's a fact. That's anonymous. Oh, that's, that's, that's a fact. But I'm like, I'm like, granted, because I, I, I do show respect to outside of this country, because right. I mean, I say like, you got artists like French artists that's probably rapping about the revolution and shit too from their perspective, and that's why I'm like, I'm like, granted, hip hop is a global language. Like anybody can feel this shit, but it's it's the telling of our story. That's why I mean, shit, I look at this hip hop shit as a religion, as as a sort, because it's like shit. I didn't seen a few godlike people. Or people that's trying to walk a, a religious path, or, or walk the righteous path—not religious, walk the righteous path. I told my—I was talking to—I was talking to a few people about this though, actually. But when Nipsey died, it really like—it was really like saintly to me. Like that shit. Like anybody, Sir. when anybody dies and can send vibrations through the world like that, where it's like shit just shuts down, mm-hmm. kind of like when Kobe died. Yep. Shit just stopped. Right. Like and honestly. Kobe, it like shit still don't feel right. And bro, that shit this this ever since that happened, this year has felt fake. It felt like this is this is all movie. We it's just all we, yeah, we all just playing around until the update get rebooted. Bro, when Nipsey died, like it hit bro. This this gonna sound real wild. Listen to what I'm about to say. Go ahead. This is why this shit spooked me. Guess when Nipsey died? What day did Nipsey die? Sure, I, I couldn't even tell you. March thirty first. Yeah, that's a fact. Three thirty-one. That's my that's my mama's birthday. Mm. Guess when Kobe died. Mm. I don't January, even know what day it was. January twenty-six. Mm. That's my birthday. Oh no. Nah. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's some, yeah, that's some spooky ass shit. Fuck all that. Yeah, I can't deal with no Kobe on my, <laughs> my birthday. Oh. Yeah, Bro, and I, I mean, was, you, you're going to just forever hold them days synonymous anyways because it's like, damn, that's my own birthday, but that's... Exactly. Uh, yeah. Why do you not? I found out I found out Nipsey died. I went on a road trip with my students. Mm-hmm. 
literally got to my apartment and Nick texted me. He was like, yo, bro, you heard about Nipsey? Because he, like, he knew about, like, how I felt about Nipsey. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, he like, bro, he just got shot. Mm. I was like, hold up, what? Right. Bro, Kobe died. Going to the street to get woods. Mm-hmm. Girl called me. Hey, you get an alert on your phone? Mm. Nah, what happened? Kobe Bryant just passed. I was like, quit playing, bro. Yeah, bro, that was the... Um, I was on my phone. I I remember when it went, like, it started trending on Twitter because it was like... Next thing you know, I just seen Kobe name and TMZ. I was like, all right, what the fuck going on? Just looking through this. He's saying Kobe died. He's saying Kobe died. I'm like, nah, TMZ ain't got shit up. This shit can't be real. Niggas is playing. Bro, I'm talking about... I've, that was one of the hardest days on the internet for me, just because it was like I witnessed it all break and unfold. Like just witnessed the moment. It was like, oh no, this is confirmed. Kobe's dead. Then they was like, oh no, all his kids died with him. I was like, what the fuck? Then they was like, bro, they bro, that's what I'm saying. I remember when all of this was going on. I'm like, all right, this y'all taking me through the loops. He ain't really go. He ain't do this. And then it was like, oh no, this confirmed. It was Kobe, Gianna, and all. I'm like, yo, get the fuck out of here. And That's just right. it was one of the moments where like you could just feel the 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 entire the weight of the world like it was just like damn it just feels yeah, sad. Like, to be honest, even on the make it a little bit more relevant, Kobe was hip hop culture shit. Indeed, as much as Kobe, like even though I'm trying to stop using this word, as much as people forget, even though Kobe was very well read, very well, very well traveled, he was a nigga from Philly too. Mm-hmm. He had a rap album. That's a fact. <laughs> like. Hey, yeah, like, like, but yeah, like, like we were talking about, uh, with like the this like hip hop being almost like a religion, like, yeah, when Nipsey died, that shit felt like a saint dying. Yeah, he was thirty three years old. Jesus was thirty three when he died. Mm-hmm. Hey man, like, I, I at first when it first happened, I ain't like when people used to make that comparison, but now when I really sit back and look at it, it's like he was prophetic. Like, hey, I'm about to say a lot of shit about his life is prophetic, bro. But no, that's what I was getting at. Like, even when I tweeted the shit the other night, like, a lot of hip hop has been prophetic, bro. A lot of it has told a story. And if you watch it, some shit happens 20 years later, some shit happens a year later, but it was written. And I mean, Nas is my favorite rapper, so niggas understand what I mean by that. But like, a lot of this shit was, was already like, scribed. Like, everybody, the, the story of hip hop is going to be the revolution in the world. This is going to be the way we get out of this shit. Or the way we attempt to wake people up out of this motherfucking shit, because... I feel like it always has been. It just, like we said, like we keep saying, like, it sucks to have to keep saying this, but we get drowned out by the mainstream shit mm-hmm. so much. Shit, that's why yeah. even even Con- uh, Kendrick hopping on Mask Off and saying the shit he said up there, like, how you let the conscious nigga, like, get on, like... Yeah, I'm not even supposed to be in this position, but it's just like my nigga. Like, it takes for somebody like that in order for us to attempt to push forward. I need him to drop by the end of summer. I need him. I need him by August. I need him. Yeah, yeah. I, I can see. In this climate, it's the best time for him to drop. And I think honestly, I ain't gonna lie to you. I think this is the worst thing that could have happened to Drake for 2020. Yeah. Yes. Sir. Yeah. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody give a fuck about what Drake got to rap about right now. No, that's a fact. I mean, because he, number one, he, he, I'm not, I don't want to hear about your mansion in Canada, even though it looked good. It's running a really nice home, but I don't want to hear about it. Uh, right. Yeah, it's, it's nothing he can really talk about. 
because every every chance he was given to speak about something beyond himself, he'll give you a bar or two and then be like, oh yeah, but I'll talk about it next time. It's like, no, cuz you've getting you give you've been given every opportunity to speak up. As much as you like to be from Memphis, man. Oh, bro, that's hey. <laughs> Drake's an opportunist, but we knew that. Man, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I lived there. I've been on Shelby Drive. Drake ain't been on Shelby Drive since he was 20. I promise you that. Mm-hmm. Shelby, you want to talk about going through the hood, going from Whitehaven all the way to Orange Mound. Like, literally that whole, like, Memphis itself, if he, if, nah, I can't see. He ain't been in Memphis in a minute. At least not to, not to kick it with them cousins. Right, right. Nah, boy. Oh no, that's, that's yeah, especially with the with the amount of notoriety he got now. Hell no. Nah. nah, hell no. Hey, but bro, I, that shit is real. It, it is sad though, like the fact that the conscious nigga has to. The conscious nigga. Get, well, he the song that he had with you, not you two. Who was that shit they had? The Trouble Action on uh damn. Who was that with? Oh, uh, you two. That was with you two. Oh yeah, that shit was even talking about. Fucking the establishment. Oh yeah, no, hey, bro. Granted, I like I said, I give Kendrick a lot of shit. All my friends know I give Kendrick a lot of shit, but Kendrick has a lot of the most important work out right now. But I think I will say this though: if he does the rock album, I don't know what the fuck he going. He might go too far. I just feel like, for Kendrick's sake, if this is going to be another album, if he is going to take it another direction. Let this be the last album. Don't drop no more music. I think he he's about to get to the territory. And I'm talking about don't drop no more albums. He's about to get to the territory where Eminem and uh, Lil Wayne about, is. Niggas, niggas is tired of hearing about him. Yeah, where niggas is just nowhere. Where the rapper himself is just trying to put words together. Because I'm like, bro, at some point you're not going to have, I'm not going to say he's not going to have anything to say, but it's just going to be like, your message ain't going to hit the people that you wanted to hit no more. This is a random question. It has nothing to do with what we're talking about. But I wonder... What keeps some artists from being like a Jay Z, from staying somewhat polished, mm-hmm. and being like an Eminem and Lil Wayne when niggas is like, all right, you ain't talking about a damn, you ain't talking about a damn thing for almost ten years, right? And in Eminem's case, oh nine, oh eight, with recovery, but in Lil Wayne's case, I see some like 2013, no, nah, I said twenty fifteen. He mm-hmm. has spurts. Lil Wayne has spurts. That's a, that's a fact. I'm, yeah, I'm not gonna say we don't. We we're really tired of hearing Wayne, but Wayne has definitely gotten to the point. Not so much as where Eminem is, where it's just like, you're just rapping to just show us how good you are. Eminem, Eminem has nothing to do. That's the only reason he drops the album. Exactly. And that, and I mean, to go on with your like question, I mean, it really boils down to like the person at the end of the day. Because if we don't fuck with you as a person, you could be the greatest rapper in the world. You could be talking about every issue that I want, to talk, that I want you to talk about as a consumer. But if I don't fuck with you, I just don't fuck with you. And Hove has that bag where he's always going to have the heart of the the the, the bulk of, of the rap fan community. You know what I mean? He's always going to have that respect. He's always going to have that ear because people put them that high up. Wayne, on that hand, Wayne has that, that same luxury. Granted, he's not as polished in his raps anymore where it's like, Wayne, we, we go on. I'm going to be honest. I ain't never really go to Wayne for true social commentary or anything besides like oh, metaphors and shit like that but it's just like 
the one song he, the one of his best songs is I don't get it. And that's because that's the only song he did that shit on. Mm-hmm. That's to... the only song he really did. That's the only song he really did that shit on. Yeah. And that that's one of his best songs, I think, ever. Ever? Nah, see, I had this count because the dude, I, bro, I do my podcast with Young Flo. You know what I mean? Shout out to you, my guy. Uh, shit, me and me and bro, that bro is a super Wayne fan. So we had this conversation of, you know, what I mean, you, I, I hate to be morbid about this shit, but we know when when niggas pass, certain songs start to hit way better than they should. Oh yeah, or or when they were living. But it's just like, bro, he got a few songs in his catalog that when he's gone, it's just gonna hit different, and it's gonna be like, all right, no, nah, this is bro best song, just off the strength. What's one? I want. I want to hear what you guys say. I want to hear like a couple. All right. I mean, his "Dear Summer" is definitely like his "Dear Summer" freestyle is going to be one of them songs where it's like, once okay. he's gone, this is going to be top tier Wayne uh, quality. Okay. I feel like dying. I'm like, I'm just talking about like feelings. How we're gonna feel once once he go and you put that song on for the first time, bro? You gonna choke the fuck up? I mean, yeah. Cause I feel like this. Music ain't nothing but emotion, bro. You know what? Yeah, you're right. Because Mercy didn't hit as hard when Nipsey was alive. But when Nipsey died, Mercy hit different. Mm-hmm. Mercy hit different. Little man's pleading for his life from God for two minutes straight, asking for mercy on his soul. Mm-hmm. That shit hit different after he died. You hear what he's he really talking about. That he asked for mercy for dealing drugs and for killing people. Yep. Bro, it's I'm about to say it's songs in pop catalog that that hit a little different. And granted, I've, I've always had the experience of Pac being gone, like, because we were born. The year he died? Yeah. Year died. Yeah, we were born, the, well, no, we were born the year before he died, but it's just like, we, we didn't experience Pac alive. But it's just like, my nigga, you start to listen back to certain songs, you just be like, damn, like, you was talking about this shit in 91. You was talking about this in 96, like, Bro, my ambitions as a writer is like the song that I envisioned Pop knowing that he was gonna live his life that way. Oh, for sure. Like he knew he was gonna do what the fuck he had to do and that he was gonna die like having to do what he had to do. So like Hey shit. Well my favorite Pac song just embodies like his feelings towards like a lot of shit like Troublesome ninety six. Like what he did on that one song, I was like, all right, bro, I, I, I peep exactly who you're who you're going to be and what you're trying to do. Hey, I, I hate when people automatically go to like people say what's the best pop song? They say Hell Murray or California Love. Yes, it's easy. That's easy to say. I would say I get I respect people more they, who say Bernie had Bernie uh Bernie got a baby, honestly. Damn right. Uh, Damn right, man. Oh, that's man. that's first album. That's ninety one, yeah. Yeah, it's first album in ninety one. Mm-hmm. Wait, that was that struggle for my niggas. Nah, uh, Tupac lives now. Tupac lives now was first. When was struggling for my niggas? Ninety three. Ninety three. Yep. Yep. Damn right, man. I mean, just yeah. the. I mean, because we we going on two hours on this shit, but just to kind of like wrap it up, like as you can see, like. Hip hop itself, the art form, the culture, the artists, the people that come from it, it takes us into so many different directions. 
And I mean, it just shows it's it's a lot more work we got to do. If I can say one thing about hip hop, honestly, is that if black people aren't monolithic, hip hop is monolithic of black people, and that it covers mm-hmm. so many bases. Yeah, that it itself can represent. Well, let me not. We can't even say that though, because yeah, it's, like, it's, it's a it's a it's a lot of perspectives, or a lot of black experiences, like I said, that aren't represented or that don't get the the true shine put yeah. on them, but they are but, there. Exactly. And it's like, if you do your research and if you listen for who you're supposed to listen to, if you listen to what people like, I, I lie to you now, bro. I try every day to drop one song to my niggas in the, in the group chat. Mm-hmm. One song a day. It may, not, it may not be nothing amazing. It may just be some some Fred or some Greedo shit. Right. But it's something different that niggas don't listen to. Right. Like, I know I listen to it. I'm like, niggas should fuck with this shit. Oh, that's a fact. So it's like, like, even though it is cliche, like I said, each one got to teach one. We all got to, like, throw the music out there, bro. If you if you, if you you hear some shit, give, pass it on to somebody. Be like, hey, bro, you heard this shit? Or, hey, bro, let me th- let me know what you think about this shit. Like, or if you're like, I like I know for a fact, I got a homie that hates J. Cole. Mm-hmm. I do, too. Oh, my God. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? No, I'm not saying I hate J. Cole, but I'm saying I have... I have- Friends. Oh, 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 hey, bro. Oh, oh. I, I better say I don't think you, bro. Cole, wanna Cole is my favorite rapper currently. That's why. That's another reason I give Kendrick the shit because people like the. And, I didn't expect. Bro, Cole, Cole is like my favorite rapper right now, and it's wild to think about it that way because at some point I did not fuck with Cole at all. And that's because I, I had a feeling about that. That's why when you said he wasn't, he, yeah, I had a feeling in college you didn't really fuck with him that heavy. Yeah, nah. I know I'm about to say because I'm like when, once twenty when I heard 2014 I was like all right cool because I'm not even gonna lie like I didn't listen to Born Center when it dropped because what he did on the debut album I was already like I don't I don't even want to hear this nigga like that but then because for was not bad bro it was a 74 that's it's passing it's not amazing oh no that's a fact hey bro the debut it's not bad it's just I didn't want to hear Lights Please again. And I didn't want to hear the uh the uh what's the joint with uh, Drake in the morning? I did not want to hear that again because that's a that's a it came off of a classic mixtape, bro. And, that, and that's why that's my only problem with that that album because put them on there though. We already knew and, we all and we yeah we bro it's the lick Drake was popping at the time. Don't see that say workout, huh? I thought you about to say workout plan. No 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 no. My main issue with that album is what he did on Mister Nice Watch. He's yeah. the only bro, because I'm I'm a, I'm objective. I'm super objective. He's the only rapper of his class to fumble a Jay Z feature. Twice. No, no, because no, I'm about to say he bodied he body uh a Starsborn. Yeah, Starsborn. He, he bodied that. He he bodied that. He bodied that. Yeah, but it's just that like, was that was damn on your album, bro. On your album, sense. you you put that up there. And it's like, I know he's supposed to be closing out. I know he's supposed to be closing out, but this oh, yeah. is random. This is just a thought. You ain't gotta answer it. I wonder how sick he was when he when he uh heard the written uh testimony or the written uh what's it called? You talking about the the J Elect joint? Yeah, a written testament. I don't, I don't know if he was uh, tight. I know he was probably tight when he heard that damn uh, "Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe" remix. That's a song oh, that would have oh, made yeah. me oh, tight. That's the reason why the album ain't come out, bro. That's the only, that's the reason. That's the reason why the album ain't come out, bro. Because Hove's like float. I mean, Kendrick floated on that too, but Hove floated on that remix. 
It was a true remix too. Yeah, exactly. Because Kendrick went back and he said, "Oh yeah, I need to do something different." The beat was a little bit different, like. Yeah, like that, but nah. I don't, let's hold. Let's close it out. Yeah, because I've we can talk about this forever, dog. Listen to who y'all need. Listen to listen to your friends who listen to hip hop. Indeed, yeah. Listen, listen to your friends who try to talk about some shit. Because I ain't gonna lie, it's nothing infuriating more than when you in a hip hop argument with somebody and you bring a big L and them niggas say who. Oh yeah, no, that's that's. That happened to me in high school, bro. But I can understand yeah. high school, bro. I mean, a lot of us, even if we was on the hip hop, we weren't really on the hip hop. But I, but his name, I was. That's why I was mad. I I hear you, bro. <laughs> I I hear you. I got it. Cause I about to say it's just like people that's not familiar. Cause I'm one of the people that I got close with in college. It was just off of the strength of Tribe Called Quest is Day Day. There's just the fact that bro even had that as a reference. It's like, oh shit, this your favorite group? RP Five. Indeed. That's somebody. That's a, that's the group that we didn't bring up. But there's a reason why I didn't bring them. Up, they're more. They're more like focused on like the, what we need to do to get by, not to really like it. it they they took their shots. They yeah, and I mean shots. it. Uh, shit. On that last album, there's a there is one song in particular. Oh no, that was different. That was I think that was different because they were like we have nothing to lose right now. So we yeah, because I I'm about to say that that space opening with space program, like just talking about the concept of space in America, how they say we're running out the shit. Like if you really pay attention to what's going on with gentrification, they're basically telling us that black people don't have any space in this country. There is no space for you all, and we're not going to provide the space for you. Exactly. And once we destroy this shit, if they ever do get to that point, which I don't think they will, but if they ever get to that point, my nigga, and they leave, they're not taking us with them. But even the name of the album was basically a message to Fife saying, like, all right, we're going to put it all out there. We got it for We're going to keep going. Yeah. Like, it was like, yeah, like, we're going to keep this journey going. We're going to keep the message going about what we need for our people. Because early on, their first album, was a mix, but Midnight like that Midnight Marauders. What was the third one? Fuck. Uh, uh, shit. So you got you got life. I meant the low end theory. That's the first one. You got Midnight Marauders. You got what the what the Love Movement joint or the Life and Times. I think it's Love Movement. The joint two thousand one. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The Love Movement, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Like. That's when it was like, it felt because I guess because they were older, they weren't on the party and shit as much. Oh yeah, this one came out ninety eight. Yep, yep. Yeah, they weren't on the party and shit as much. They yeah. were grown men at that point. They've been out for ten years. That's a fact. So it was like, even then, Q Tip went like, listen to listen to hip hop. Listen to your friends. Listen to hip hop. Cause we we. We going on about it right now. And yeah, exactly. You start to get to a certain point in the music where it's just like, all right, these these themes is everywhere, bro. Everywhere you can find, you can find the sound for it that fits you. You can find an artist or rapper that fits you. If you don't like Outkast, I promise you, you actually may like a tribe. They sound similar, but they sound very different at the same time. And that's a fact. Like it's it's artists it's artists for everybody, and messages for everybody, and we like. We all need to make sure that we're paying attention because, like MC, like MC been saying, like it's it's out there. 
Damn right. <laughs> like, I mean, shit, it's, it's just waiting for us to, you know what I mean, take it and you use it for, not, not for what it was intended to be used for, but shit, use it to help us progress, help us get to having these conversations, help us get to a certain point in our lives where we, you know what I mean, we're able to truly progress. Because I mean, at the end of the day, like, you only go as far as, not your education, but you go only go as far as how much you know. And you only go as far as your voc- uh, your vocabulary allows you to go. That's why if you start to really, like I was saying earlier, like, our, the people we consider, like, super aliens, people consider, like, the super lyricists, their vocabulary is out of this fucking world. Bruh. Freddie, Black Thought, Lupe... Lupe really, I think Lupe, like, if you're talking about vocabulary. I'm about to go, I'm going to go underrated on it. On some battle rap shit. Daylight. I don't know. Daylight Daylight is different, bro. Daylight is one of my aliens, bro. Because what he does with shit is just like antics aside. We could fuck the antics. He just don't put on wax. Yeah, but no, even the ones he do put on wax, it's just like, oh, he understand the game. Because what's the joint? The joint he did with. When he was in Whiteface, the Bradley joint, like the song he was making, it's like, bro, I'm showing you exactly what they do to you. Like, do with our music. They'll give you somebody and they'll they'll paint the uh the the sound up. They'll give you this happy ass sounding song in the background with a happy ass beat, but the entire time it's all negative. But I'm gonna smile at you in this video. It's it's gonna all be positive. We all happy, but I'm gonna keep pumping the negative shit to you. That's what the industry do, and I think that's exactly. the thing is that's not even what the industry does. That's just what America does to us. Yeah. That's that's how we're conditioned. That's why people go home and turn on the TV. And like, I'll say it like this. I'll always turn on the news to look at something, but I always make sure, like, it's sad to say, hey, I got to turn it off for my mental health because yeah. we're getting pumped with certain shit mm-hmm. that's either making us feel like there's no hope or making us feel like we're just trapped in the same situation when it's not true. And the other side, it'll tell you that there's nothing going on. And that's mm-hmm. not true. You really have to find your balance and know when to unplug and maintain yourself and when to plug into certain shit and who to plug into. That's the main key, really. What you- yeah, yeah. You gotta you gotta watch like you're saying, you just gotta watch what you put in into your 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 mental diet. You say just watch what you consume at the end of the day. Because like you're saying, like it you got certain publications, you got certain artists that'll pretend like ain't shit going on just off the strength like all right money it's more profitable for me to uh turn a blind eye to this or you might be somebody like Lil Wayne where I've been in my own bubble or all of this shit for years to the point where I don't even I I don't even relate to you all anymore yes we're black but I don't I don't know anybody that's going through what you're going through I'm too rich for y'all yeah and and that's that's what this system breeds because Granted, at the end of the day, I know we we look at this as a race issue when it is partly a race issue. But at the end of the day, this all comes down to class. It all comes down to to the money aspect because this what this American idea is based on the rat race. It's based on getting the most money, obtaining the most. Which kind of brings us whole circles about we're not asking beginning about this shit about most death and talking about money is religion, my nigga. See how it all comes full circle? That's a fact, bro. Yeah. Yeah, this like, this this shit is this shit is the truth. Money is the, money is what drives this society. And at the end of the day because best believe 
as as black people, we already know like that's our whole existence. They brought us here as a form of capital or as a form of, to get capital. We would not be here if the capitalism didn't exist. Exactly. If nobody could make money off of us, if we, they couldn't make money off of us, we wouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. So at this point, when people ride and shit, is honestly like, fuck it. That shit is insured. And my life is Exactly. That's when you start to really put it all together. Like, we're even even going back to that one song because that that's that's why I say that's one of the greatest songs of all time. Like that, these in the night. Like we not free, bro. We only licensed. Like they let us go as far as we can go, bro. With with certain passes, yeah, we can get into certain buildings. Yeah, with certain tags, we can get in certain places. But the further we go up the ladder, bro, that's when it stops. No matter how much crazy. money you get, what's crazy is the end of the end. This all out is that. It come full circle when you see, like you said earlier about with Kanye, like we talked about with Lil Wayne, mm-hmm. even bigger, like we seeing with Michael Jordan when it took him fifty years to realize that, hey, I'm no matter what, no matter how popular I am, I'm still, no matter what, they still see me as a nigga. I look just like whoever they killing this week, right? So it's like to the point where you see Michael Jordan, who never has done or said anything to the public I do what he has done over the past week, week and a half. Mm-hmm. It's different. So it's like, like oh, yeah. you said, the history of hip hop, the history of black people was being written by hip hop and we're seeing it come out as a prophecy. It's all, well, hip hop in itself is the black Bible. It's the true black Bible. Indeed. It's a true written word. It's a written word of black prophets who have lived through the lives of tr- and turmoils of the African-American experience in, in, in America. Indeed. It is the black American Bible. Right. So, I, I mean, shit, even to take it a step further, black music in general, like if we want to go to. Oh, yeah. To, you do that, yeah, because yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Because when we really get down deep into it and get away from the artists that, you know, I mean, manufactured the hits that had writing, but like you break it down to like the artist that truly was representing something to the, like the names we were uh, naming earlier, like the, the true influences of hip hop and shit like that. It's like they've all been documenting the black experience in America. And shit, it's time for us to just pay attention, you know? Gotta pay attention. <laughs> that's, that's all it's about. Just pay attention, you know what I mean? Stand up for something. Make sure make sure you stand up for something so you don't fall for everything. Shit. Indeed. Stand up for something. Don't fall for everything. You want, hey, here's the one thing. As black people, we all want to get swindled somehow, some way, because that's how the system is. Oh, yeah. But, you gotta make sure you know. I don't want to get swindled out of my life. Oh, that's Shit. a fact, and that, and that's the most important thing. Shit, can't replace that. You can replace everything in this motherfucker besides time in your life. Exactly. All right, man. I think it's time for the sun. I'll be about two, what two and a half hours in. Shit. Yeah. We, we, well, we we at two o six right now for sure. But you oh, know, what I mean, this is exactly. And I mean, this is the the first one out of <laughs> out of uh, out of a few. So. Exactly. So yeah, I won't hear it. from us again, man. Shit. Damn right. So, Shay, you want to plug anything? I plug oh, yeah. some. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Let me go ahead and plug my boys, amateur icons. We on hiatus right now. We should be coming back. We got the Zoom shit up and rolling. We're going to do a few things about just being black men, shit, maintaining relationships, sports, everything. We we just talk about everything. If you want to go back and listen to us, we already got a back catalog on the uh, podcast app on, on iPhones. We trying to get on Spotify. Oh, I got you. I'm gonna send you something. Uh, we also on SoundCloud too. We on SoundCloud. I know that for a fact. But uh, but yeah, 
Uh, shout out my boy Rod. He got Color Waves shoes on Instagram, Color Waves. He does shoe restores. Um, and shout out my boy Chris, uh, Chris Wilden. You need information, just hit me up. He making candles. He got Egyptian amber. I'm so, I'm I'm be plugging on my homie. I ain't mad at you, bro. That's he, love. <laughs> he got Egyptian amber. He, bro, this nigga got he make candles. He got Egyptian amber, raspberry sangria, vanilla. Uh, he doing he doing a whole bunch of shit. So if anybody need candles or some shit, hit my phone too. We in the DMV area. Uh, we're not too far from where Millet actually stay. Hey yo, like, you already know I'm 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 coming up there sometime soon. So fuck the bullshit. About three four hours away, ain't that far. So I need to make a trip down there myself. Shit. Hey, but nah, man, this your boy Loki Henry. I ain't got nothing else to talk about other than shout out to the house like, like always. Shit. Damn right, damn right. Uh, shit. You know what I mean? Uh, just to plug this, even though I don't know where we gonna post this. So shit, I plug myself. But hey, we gonna post it on both of our stuff, so we might as well just plug each other. Shit. Damn right. Hey man, well shit, y'all check me out. Uh. At we unfounded on Instagram, you know what I mean, on Twitter. Uh shit, we on we on Apple now. We on Apple Podcasts, uh Spotify it's a show. All right, all right. Damn right, yeah, we all over the map, you know what I mean? I'm trying to get on somewhere, but uh shit, shout out to my boy Flo, shout out to my boy Myron, you know what I mean? Uh I definitely have more content coming. Uh anybody out there that's really checking for it, unfounded, like that's like an umbrella. Like literally it's gonna house other forms of media and shit like that so you know what i mean we just trying to do something so if y'all want to talk let's talk hey mc you realize living out what i'm trying to do as well hey bro we you know, of all we stay connected bro we each everybody trying to do the same thing each one teach one that's what he, he don't know he asked me whatever i don't know why i asked him we keep it pushing sooner or later we we already doing shit together so you never know what might happen down the road shit exactly my dog that's what i'm saying we just being a bridge to each other dog you know what i mean shit if you get there first, shit, bring me along. If I get there first, you already know I got you. So, and shit, we can. Know. Hey, bro, you never know. This shit might go somewhere. So, fuck it. Facts, bro. Just keep making the content. Keep doing what we gotta do. Keep talking about what we know. Damn keep right. Learning, keep learning about what we know. Most importantly. Oh, indeed, bro. The the learning never stops, and and that's that's really what I had to take from like college and shit. The learning never stops, y'all. So. Never. never. Running Keep. never stops. You may think you you may think you got it. You don't at all. Dude. And I mean shit, that's the beauty of life, y'all. You know what I mean? So hey, y'all stay black out there or whatever you gonna be. Stay powerful. Hey, hey, I'm gonna play I'm gonna say some shit that I heard Omar Johnson say today, bro. This shit was funny as hell. And you know that know the education. I'm gonna mm-hmm. end with this nigga. This nigga said he met a little black girl in the park. Right. He's make sure you get A's and B's. You know why? You know what A stand for? Africans. <laughs> you know, B stand for black. We don't get C. We don't like C's and B's. C stand for Caucasian. D stand for devils. We don't hey. like those. We want to get A's and B's. I hey, heard yo. that shit. I'm like, oh, that's a bar. He say some wild shit. Like Umar, he, man. he's a wild turkey. But that was a bar. I ain't U- gonna lie. Hey, bro, Umar be dropping. He be dropping some heat. I can't lie. A lot of the conscious movement be dropping. A lot of some of the funniest videos. They be dropping some bars. <laughs> But that's why I know you've seen the video where they uh had him with uh behind the ether video uh beat or whatever. Right, yes, we had to, we was like, you had the head on and shit. Bro, He's like you could never be six three, nigga. Right, right. <laughs> river little gut. You could never be six three, nigga. No, that's you a fact. Yo, that's that shit is hilarious. But damn right, hey, like you said, all A's and B's. All A's and B's, no C's and D's. Hey man, no, that's a fact. Yeah, we we gonna keep learning, we're gonna keep growing. Y'all be good out there. Be black, be blessed. Deuces. Damn right.